0: On the Pilot TV podcast this week, we come face to face with season two of Succession, a show that has been described as a modern day Game of Thrones where everyone's a Lannister. Uh, we also catch up with Anna Friel in ITV's Deep Water, enter the twisted world of Joe Hill's supernatural and grammatically upsetting Nos 4 R2, uh, and order a manhunt for Mindhunter, which arrives this week, but unlike its serial killers, has proved surprisingly difficult to catch. I'm James Dyer, and welcome to the Pilot TV podcast, a show that finds ourselves in the unusual position of being without the loudest voice in our regular lineup. Yes, our northern ray of sunshine, Terry White, has gone on holiday to Sicily, presumably on the lam after murdering a mobster and a police captain in an Italian restaurant. Uh, however, fear not, because. We have the situation well in hand. In fact, we've upgraded. Sorry, Terry. Uh, Having delved into the near limitless pages of Boyd's big book of celebrity friends, we are thrilled to welcome to the podcast an actor, comedian, writer, producer. She is the star and creator of Channel 4's superb game face, Ladies and gentlemen, our special celebrity guest host is Rashin Conaty. Hello. Hello. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. Was that,
0: have I bigged you up enough? Was that good? Like was, a WWE type? It felt type? like I
1: was in America. Yeah. Like, that's how they bring you on on stage in America. A lot of your credits before they bring you on. I feel a lot of pressure. Terry's yeah. very, I, you're not going to get any of the Terry magic, but I'll just, I'll, I'll talk I mean, a lot.
0: <laughs> we're just use a slightly Northern accent. Call me a privileged Southern <laughs> bell end occasionally and just go, oh, fucking hell, every now and then.
2: And, and you'll be fine. I would, I would wow, suggest. she's going to love that impression you did
0: of her just now. It's added. good. Yeah, we'll yeah. do it every week, I like to think. But, no. but, but Rasheen, the, the important thing is you haven't turned up alone, have you? I have not. You've brought your own co host <laughs> with you. And, and and would you like to share her name with
1: us? It's my little dog. She's eight months old and she's called Miss Harpo Barks.
0: Miss Harpo <laughs> Barks, which a is. a great name. The best name. And I, I don't think it's overstating this. The best name for any dog really ever so so that's quite special she's also running around unfettered in the studio which i love yeah so if there's any strange noises or spells
1: or heaving yeah
0: then that that's the reason why she's very fluffy what type of dog is she
1: she's a maltese Uh, okay and um she ate like a maybe quite a lot of cat poo the other day in out of a litter tray and i came out (laughs) and she's white completely white so you can imagine what she looked like so after (laughs) heaving for a while i just sort of put her in the shower and washed her. And then I didn't have time to brush her out. So today she's a bit, she's like a knot ball of uh, white fluff. Is this a thing that dogs do? Eat cat poo from litter trays? Oh yeah, Shirley, it's, it's harrowing what dogs do.
0: <laughs> harrowing. The cat looked at the me horror. like,
1: what have you brought into this house? <laughs> like
0: That... Yeah, that's quite extraordinary Yeah, it's been a while since I've had a dog so I think I've forgotten some of the more interesting aspects of dog ownership but... <laughs>
1: they're, they're bleak animals yeah. they're, quite, they're loving <laughs> Unfortunately, but we very don't bleak
0: any, we don't have any cat poo for <laughs> her here in the studio Shame. but we'll see if we can get someone to bring some in maybe a bit yeah, yeah a bit absolutely Yeah, whatever whatever um, she wants Yeah, I'll be <laughs> honest with <she> you <laughs> there's nothing like stoking the kind of neurosis and self-loathing quite like having a professional comedian on here judging your performance on a podcast so
1: oh no I'm not like that that's great that's great yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. So, yeah. That, you, so, uh, that yeah. was like a thought that you had that oh, got yeah. out of, that
2: he, leaked he, out of your mouth. He absolutely had that thought. He told me that <laughs> oh, yeah. thought before. So <laughs> yeah. I said, well, yeah. she's not like that. She's not going to judge. <laughs> yeah. She's not judgy. No no no, 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 no. Not externally, but there'll be internal <laughs> no, but, judgment. I feel no, the judgment.
3: No, i do not on a podcast.
1: It's, it's if, I don't like, I like listening to podcasts where people are genuinely listening and talking to each other, not where someone's listening to make their gag. Right. I think it's so, I, I think you're okay. very, you're all very funny, but it's a, that's why it's a good podcast. Because it's not like, yeah, yeah, I'm just waiting to say my bit.
0: So you see that the way you say that it sounds like you've listened to the podcast.
1: I've listened to the podcast. Yeah. Read? Yeah. Yeah. Did,
0: you, or did you just listen to the one where we reviewed Gameplay?
1: I listened. That was one of the ones. <laughs> but I listened, to, I listened to ones in a car journey, a couple of, uh, about, I listened to about four or five. Ooh, about wow. Six, I don't listen. I do things in bulk. So I'll uh, read like four books in two weeks yeah. and then nothing for six months.
2: <laughs> right. When of, you've got time. Yeah. Yes. That's what people say to me. A lot yeah. of people say that to me. You sort yeah. of go, I'll oh, listen yeah. to
1: those. They're really good. They're, and then you just, then I forget about things for six months. I don't, yeah. I've got friends who listen to things on weekly and they know, it. I just don't, it's sort of not how I listen, consume mm, yeah. things. As I, I mentioned,
2: as I mentioned last week on the pod, Deck, of Anton Deck told me, he listens when he gets the chance yeah. when he's on holiday, yeah. He goes and listens
1: to it. You yeah. do, so you get to find out all that. What's the telly? What's going on? What's the
0: i mean, what's Terry shouting at me about? This <laughs> what, <story? laughs> what nerdy <laughs> sci fi bollocks? <laughs> Don't James Don't not,
1: have you ever watched The Expanse? <laughs> no, what is it?
0: Oh, well, I'm so glad you asked, but let's <laughs> let's save that till after the mics are off, just for the sake of our listenership who have had to sit through me banging on about the show for longer than I can possibly explain. Um, joining us. This week, obviously, is a man who, let's be honest, is here every week. It's Boyd. Oh, I forgot you hadn't
2: introduced <laughs> me yet. Sorry, I've Boyd. been piping up. He constantly. is
0: one of Rasheen Conaty's non-celebrity hangers-on. It's Boyd. Yeah, on. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Feeling feeling good, Boyd? You feeling? I'm
2: great. I'm very excited that Rasheen's here. I've watched the final two episodes of so Game Face has been on for the last four weeks. Yes. <laughs> We're now recording this on Friday, but as it's going to go out on Monday, and then in two days' time, on Wednesday, it finishes with a double bill, yeah, which is pretty, which that's exciting, isn't it?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. I've just, I've just, what, it done? Like, it's in a good way. Yeah, okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I actually, do you have a chance to watch from there, but I I have to, I'm going to say this now, I actually did well up. At the, at the, end, the end, yeah. No spoilers, boy. I'm well, it's not spoiling it. anything. It could, go in, it could be welling up with joy. <laughs> I could. With yes. sadness. with it could Just, be. just to... general emotion. Um, I'm sticking yeah. with general emotion. Yeah. it's not. I mean, it's not spoiling it to say, because there is a will they, won't they thing that's been yeah. going all the way through mm. two series with you yeah. and your driving instructor. Yeah. And um, and and that and obviously, you address that. That's, yeah. We couldn't say that, can't we? Yeah, the, yeah. If you didn't, it would be weird to not address it. 100%, the yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I'm really, pla- you know, I'm, really, I'm you know, without... I I really like the the last two episodes. I think they're yeah. they're sort of tonally um I don't know, I, I find that I like why I, I like watching them when we were in the edit they were the ones I felt more, most relaxed about going through again right. and again. Whereas you just have you know your favorite ones and ones where you're like this is harder to make right and this one feels it can go either way whereas 5 and 6 sort of felt even in the edit early days I was like this is what they were meant right. to be. And so, it really
2: works playing them. To get playing them out together in one, because I think they, they follow yeah, on. So, yeah, I
1: think the, it's, um, you know, hopefully it's a different t- start time. So, but you know, I think it's doing well on catch up anyway. So it's know. a kind of, um, it's a different start time for the final, because I'm really pleased with the f- uh, final episode. I think it's, uh, yeah, you know, we, I, it's a, and I think it's just quite uplifting. Like it's sort yes. of, like, I sort of always write like that, like how do you want the audience to feel and and not a, in a cynical, but I'm really aware of that. And I was just like, I, but not in, but getting that right, I felt like, I felt like we did it all did a good job and it came out because it it's, you know when you aim to do that it's hard to just to not not go either way with it I think to sort of lose all going for laughs or to end up being like oh it's quite maudlin you know <laughs> yeah that is so, the blind to tread yeah it? is and it's really yeah. it's really it's literally like little. you have to take tiny little baby steps through each, each bit because you move one bit like whoa it's the bold the beautiful get it off yeah. you know
2: because <laughs> <laughs> you you write the whole thing yourself mm-hmm, on yeah, your own yeah and you produce Exactly, Exactly, it, it, yeah. Um, and you're in it, and you're pretty much in every scene, yeah. aren't you, more or less? Mm. And I remember I interviewed Ashley B recently about yeah. her show, This Way, which is also on. Yeah. She started. Yeah. Who's a friend of yours, I think. Big, yes. Big friend. And she said she found that the heart, she said if she got, could do anything all over again, yeah. she would not put herself in almost every scene of her show. But yeah, you, how did you find it? You, are you, you. I think you say
1: that? that, and then you, if you, because I didn't. The, the I, there was more scenes in this series with uh, Harpo. Good girl. <laughs> um, there's more scenes in this series about me in it. Actually, not that many, but more than one okay. series one. But um, I think it's you're always looking for ways for it not to be as hard. Yeah. But it never—it's always as hard, you know. Like, so you thought the second series might be a bit easier because I know the characters and I know, you know, you you sort of you've learned a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. like the editing process and stuff. But it's just—it's just as hard. And once you sort of breathe into it, I think maybe what I would do is (laughs) not as many locations. I would be like we as an ambitious show like you know you have a cutaway that lasts maybe nine seconds half a day getting somewhere you know yeah, and you yeah, think yeah. you know I fight for it but you go sometimes it, you're na- and then you've got a big scene that's like a big narrative scene you're like yeah we're gonna have to get this done in 16 minutes <laughs> you know because <sort laughs> we drove somewhere crazy for this scene you yeah because so. in episode
2: 5 you go away to the yeah. countryside and yeah. so you have a horse scene which yeah. is very funny Let me, that's <laughs> again not a spoiler you do no. have a conversation with the horse
1: I mean yeah I'm, I'm sort of big on the animals this is yeah, sort are. of I was like and you realise that when you get there that you're like oh Oh, this is taking quite a long time. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, because they say, uh, "How is what? How is acting with a horse?" Is that is that okay?
1: It was fine. There was, it was that one wasn't too bad. It was pretty fast. The, There's another animal. <laughs> Good. girl, Oh halfway. yeah, there is another animal. Left. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. So, um, it was fine. It's just you know the main thing is you're just always trying to. It's the tone of the show is the thing that I am absolutely like. I can fix anything, but you can't fix the tone. Yeah. And I can fi- I can write I can change the gag on the day, and I can, um. Uh, it just can't be all chorus. So if it gets too bit you know, it really I find that's not meant to be the show, and it can't be too bleak, you know, kind right. of. And I do want it to, it, but it has to. She has to feel real. She can't be mm. Willy Coyote, you know, Wily Coyote. But not like it's meant to be really funny and that's really i just find that so hard especially as a comedian to jo- sometimes drop a gag that's really great but kills the rest of the yeah. mood of the yeah. scene we're like ah, oh, that character it's a great gag but not out of their mouth you know yeah. kind of so yeah it's just totally and there's a bit sometimes we get it right and sometimes um, you know the series i think we've got it right sometimes sometimes you, think, oh, you just see the stuff that you missed and think, oh you know but i think it's yeah, I'm really proud of it. You know, um, hopefully people people responded really positively to it. So, you know, fingers crossed they like the last two episodes. Oh, well, well, I
0: think they will. Well, we we reviewed uh, we reviewed Ash and B show this way Up last oh, yeah. week. And while talking about it, and I watched Terry's faces do this. She was agreeing with every green with everything. And then I used the front. The oh, term, yeah. I used the term hot mess. Yeah. Yes. And got shouted at for about 15 minutes. Right. For being, I, I you know, I can't even grasp the threads of what I was being shouted at well, for. I- but apparently, that is a term one should not use. <laughs> and apparently, by using that term, I was lumping this way up in with... Everything of a similar vein. So with Fleabag with Game Face, that's sort of the sort of sense of having, I guess, a female protagonist mm. who doesn't necessarily have their shit together. Yeah. Although as Boyd pointed out, almost every male-led comedy is a dude who doesn't have his shit together. Because if you've got your shit together, it's just not funny.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's I have you know, it's I've don't think I've had a review that hasn't mentioned fleabag. <laughs> um and I, it's obviously flattering, Lazy it's a masterpiece. <laughs> and it's great, and it's, you know, but it's it's uh I I guess this word singleton, 30 something, Mm. um, uh, it's about a hot mess. It sort of makes the critique. It stays on a surface. Yeah. It means it's not, and I think, especially with women's work, and especially sometimes with working class women's work, and you know, maybe funny work as well, that they go doesn't need to go below. And so we have these words that are easy to access: mm. Singleton, thirty-something. Um, I mean, I've been called brass, like scatty. I was like, <laughs> she's not scatty. Like it's <laughs> like, but you know, but I don't, I don't yeah. think it's like a. Oh, they're trying to. It's you know, I said I said something. That I called Catherine Ryan in, in a cell in a. I said feisty, um, see you know that word. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And, and someone else said, does anyone a man of it and I thought oh, oh right. yeah you know so you yeah, there's women. Terry know, bans that word in Empire <laughs> yeah, because and, it's gendered yeah mm. but you know so this is the thing I'd use recently whereas I'm always aware of other words I just hadn't thought about that but it's amazing when Game Face first came out in the States um, Fleabag hadn't landed in the same way, you know. It was sort of yeah. there was a there was a tiny bit of a gap before it had gone full mm. um, as big as it did, and so they couldn't compare it to Fleabag. They, <laughs> so they had to find. So it was like Larry David meets Bridget <laughs> Jones, Amy yeah. Schumer meets. Oh, wow. And it's really interesting yeah. ha- watching how people have to find different. Mm. Um, I think it's important that we do try and li- not make women's work only linked to other women's work because yeah. it means you don't see. Like I watched a comedy, um, should I say, I watched a show that I, um, a long time ago, and then I read a review of it and they the review linked it to literature and art and music and da-da-da because it presumed that was all of its references. Mm. And I've never seen that to women's work. They don't presume that you watched these shows or these films. And there's are oh, works full of influences of film and, mm. you know, like from, you know, the same influences that men watch. <laughs> they go, like Fleabag yeah. or like, and you go, well, you know, it's sort of a... But I, I, you know, I I I don't think it's an intentional thing. I think it's subconscious. And even mm. as women, sometimes we do that, you know, like fight, you know, gendered words. But I think it's important when we review work or talk about work that that we take it, that we genuinely try and take it as seriously as we do men's and look yeah. at it with and that's a strange thing for a comic to say, like, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. And I think if you just see women, And you don't see the details in the way that you do with Men's Life. You know, like all the male roles where they're... You know, messy, messy lives and stuff like that. You just you have to look at the details to mm. separate them. How you talk about one mess from I'm using the word mess, but <laughs> yeah. one messy life from another, and there is language that does that. <laughs> and yeah. men, who, when they describe those shows, find that language to just to describe them. They don't. They can't just use shorthand mm. of like like da-da-da because da, da, it wouldn't work. Like The mm. Sopranos and Breaking Bad have completely different vocabularies when talking about them because it, it would have to be because yeah. people wouldn't accept it. And be like like Tony Soprano, he's an angry little man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you just be like, oh, yeah. okay, you know. you know. That's
0: really lady yeah. journalism.
1: <laughs> but you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't think it comes with like an intent. I think it's yeah. sometimes it's to sell the idea of like you know because these show women led shows or uh, um, are still so in the minority yes. that until they are. You know, across you know the genres and stuff like mm. that, they, they will always be linked. You know, into each other.
0: But that's it. Isn't it? It's about volume, isn't it? Yeah. The More of these things we have, the more we'll differentiate between them, and everything
2: won't be the new flea bag. Yeah. This, the new flea bag, that low hanging fruit, etc. Mm, yeah. Mm. But also, your show Game Face has been around since first like 2014. Yeah, now, right and that yet? was when the thing. First... So it was
1: quite an odd thing I had last yeah, <laughs> when like... it first came out. I always. I felt like I was being spiky but I never was but someone said to me do you think you were influenced by Fleabag and I said you can't be influenced by something you proceeded (laughs) but also that sounds spiky even though her show is completely different so and I think it's a master so all the things I think she's phenomenal and she deserves Mm. every bit of praise and I love the show it's my favourite thing it's incredible but it's mad. It's like gaslighting if someone keeps going, so <laughs> Fleabag back you and you go, I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh I don't know God. what to say. I, sh- like, I can't up. I can't make that not be the truth. <laughs> like, I don't know how to... Because to, that's the narrative they want is yeah, this yeah. happened and then this happened. And actually erasing stories that didn't, ha- you know, in, and how things came about is part of the problem, not acknowledging. Because if you always say, you do stand-ups, so they're like, finally, women are funny. And you go, no, there's always been huge amounts of women that are funny. They didn't yeah. break through. You know, when I came through, there's, when I'd watch people in the open market circuit, there's so many women you'd never have heard of because they had to give up because they didn't yeah. break through. and But they were always there. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't like all of a sudden, like, women have finally worked it out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: we finally got a good batch that we can get behind. It's always been... Um, but yeah, so flee- I think Fleabag's amazing. I think, you know, uh, 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 like, th- there's no, like, oh, annoyance in the comparison. Mm. It's just how we talk about it, you know?
2: Yeah, and the fact that it did come quite a few years later than your yeah, series do- one of yeah. Game yeah. was and on. Yeah, I think that's all it is. It's just
1: we talk about things, yeah, it's just in the right order. It's just, yeah. so, and it, you know, it doesn't and i wouldn't have to say that if they weren't you know and that sounds cuz but what happens is me saying that makes me sound weird like my show came before Fleabag and people are like oh and you go no I, I i didn't say it like that yeah
3: yeah yeah cuz it's yeah.
1: like i'm linking no, it to it it's so, just a yeah. fact yeah if someone says to me was it influenced by Fleabag? that's the only and i say oh well, no because but i think is i think her show is incredible yeah. and the 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 comparison you know is is a flattering one it says far worse things in your life to be like, oh, compared to a show that's really great.
0: It's like, you know, as a white bald man,
2: I'm often referred to as being a shit Boyd Hilton. So, you know, it's I deadly. totally understand. It's exactly like that. Yeah, yeah it's exactly <laughs> like that. Um, but talki- talking of stuff that you are watching now, what yeah. are you enjoying at the moment? i what? what uh, well, taken over the host. No, James. Saying, Sorry, yeah, like, James is well, probably going <laughs> to do that.
0: Links there yeah. into our first James segment,
2: normally does that.
0: Which is what we're watching. So we tend to begin each week with what we've been watching recently. So, so what, what have you been
1: watching on the box? Well... Sneak it. She was on at the same time as me, so I.
3: Whoa.
1: Um, I didn't want to tweet about her. Uh, <laughs> Pamela and Adlin, better things. Yes.
3: Yes, it's brilliant. I liked it. Yeah.
1: I, I, um, it's not particularly laugh out loud funny. No, it's not, is it? I know, and I, I don't think that's the aim. So that's not a criticism. And I think it's it's not. Um, I think it's it's just you know what it is a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I found it a little pleasure. I was like, this is pleasurable. Um. And I find her world uh, very distinct. And so she hasn't tried to, she's made it very precise. And I think that's quite interesting. It's always the worlds I like where you go, this is exactly, everyone is very distinct. Um, Yeah, so I've just, I watched like loads on the trot the other day, like, you know, in one sort of binge. Um, Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it.
0: Because we're a year behind the US on that one. Are right? we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so they're showing had season three over there. That's what's airing at the moment. Yeah. So, finished, sh- so season
2: two is running at the moment yeah. on Lucy Two at the same time as you, as so, you say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that is season two. Yeah. And season three has already gone out. And so, so, so do you know the whole Louis C.K. element of it?
1: He was an exec. Yeah. Right, and then she had to get rid of him. Yeah. yeah.
2: And writer, he wrote quite a lot of the episodes in this current season. Yeah. Oh God.
1: Brilliant. Sorry. Shame season
3: yeah.
2: three. You're allowed to like it though. I mean, I'm still liking Woody Allen films
3: personally. Yeah.
1: My God. God, I mean listen I think she's a talent yeah. oh god yeah. um I just yeah I think she's she's I thought got an in- just an interesting I, I enjoyed, yes, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's there are
2: She's an act, her character's an actress in yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah. As Marcella is, there are, yeah. there are little kind of moments where she does jobs that are, you know, you go full on with the terrible jobs yeah. that Marcella and doing. Well,
1: I think Marcella doesn't really get the jobs, so that's sort of oh, I, right. I, I sort of the rule is she doesn't really get. <laughs> yes, that's right. um She doesn't. So it's only that like the odd funny. I sort because of, I didn't want to sort of hit be in the acting world for so long. So it's only if there's a funny. Yeah. An anomaly around mm. her getting there, but yeah, I think her she's like sort of a successful at doing. In she owns a big LA house, yeah, yeah, that's and true, she's yeah. had she's that sort of LA the character's that LA actor who's sort of consistently worked over maybe 20 years but isn't like a big star but it has been in everything, you know. Um, Yeah, I enjoyed that. What else have I watched? I haven't watched Ashling's yet. Uh, I saw her pilot, the the Taster tape she made a couple of years ago and that was phenomenal. Mm. I'm going to watch the whole series in one. I think she's incredible. I think she is... uh, such a good voice. And I think uh, the, the t- even the pilot I watched was so formed and so ready, like it didn't feel like it needed, you know, and I know they reshot and they did sort of polish it up. So I'm really excited. I'm going to binge watch the whole thing. Mm. Um, everyone I know who loves it. You know, I think she's, and her and Sharon Hawken, the chemistry between them is like an old school double act and I think that is you can't write that or you can't cast that you can work for years and not have that you know not the person to go that you go oh this is great this is making it all better so yeah and I think she's dealing with some really um, sensitive issues and Mm. I think it's very um, she lets the moments of sadness sort of be what they are
0: as Boyd said, which I thought was really interesting, yeah. uh, last week, is that she's coming out of rehab not for like drugs or alcohol. Like, it's a, she had a breakdown through loneliness, yeah. which is not something that really gets addressed a great deal. No, and that so it starts on very much a very clear footing of what it what it means to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I just yeah, I think it's just you know we, the world we're in. I think mental health and talking about that uh, is so. I'm gonna say in vogue, but that sounds more. Um, but it's so. Um, it's like a new thing, isn't it, the last mm, it four is. years? We're all yeah. talking about it, yeah. Yeah. and it's such a healthy thing. And I think anything that sort of progresses that conversation, mm. and I think putting it in, the, in, in in a comedy show, um, I think it's, you know, similar to home, you know, issues, yeah. issuey stuff, but but b- dealing with a bit tender, funny, making these things um, more, na- you know, it's quite an important thing, mm. I think, uh, an important show, in that you, you know, putting these issues that... Uh, uh, and I, you know, I think a lot of shows, uh, comedy stuff, does you know, do it. Um, it's burying the lead a bit. You know, you have mm. just having these discussions. I don't think drama should get to do all the good conversations. I was interview about Game Face. I was like, mm. you know, because I think Game Face is you know a very different show. But you know, loneliness and she's depressed in the first series and stuff. And I think you shouldn't. We shouldn't let co- drama only deal with those issues. Comedy is has a you know can. It's quite a good thing to deal with those things. Um, so yeah, I think Ashling's show is, um, I've been, like I said, I've only seen the first one, yeah. but I've no doubt that I think she's a phenomenal talent. She works so hard and, yeah, I think it's I think it's a special show.
2: Mm, it's brilliant. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. She talks about the influence of um, Donald Glover's Atlanta right. on, her, on her. So have you watched that show too? I
1: have watched that show. that's a
2: brilliant example, I think, of a comedy that just goes anywhere and everywhere and mm. the kind yeah. of things that drama does. Yeah. That completely can And it's almost you. like an
1: anthology. Yeah. Like it's almost yeah. like it's... Um, yeah i just i found that show intoxicating i was like the visuals and just each it was episodic and yet it still has a narrative very that you go back to and you don't mind that it leaves it for ages um the alligator one coming in incredible harper who are you barking at (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> just you mentioning alligator yeah, yeah
1: she's, she's, like, she's <laughs> barking there oh, she doesn't really bark because no, she was a raised clear. with a very
2: low little
3: bark because yeah. she was
1: raised with a cat oh and so she thinks she's a cat so most of the time she goes like oh, <laughs> oh <isn't> that's amazing <laughs> Because that's
2: what the cat does to yeah. her. Live amazing. dog cat noises. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say, John? I was going to say, boy. Gonna I, move I was
0: about to say, I know what you were watching this week. Because you went yes. to an event, didn't you?
2: I did go to an event. A big yeah. event. For, yeah. So they, there was a This Life thing. Oh, yeah. think, boy, Boyd about to wax lyrical. Event. I am about to wax lyrical. Did you watch This Life when it went out? Yes. Yes. Loved it. Same. It's one of my all-time favourite. Absolute classic. Absolute classic. Yeah. Changed my life. And so I went to the, the BFI in London. Yeah. They're doing this series 90s season where they... Kind of look back. They show. nice They did Queer as Folk. In fact, this week, which I couldn't oh, go to, wow. I really to go to. But this life. So they had um, Amy Jenkins, the creator yeah. and writer, um, and Tony Garner, who was the exec producer. And he's like a veteran. You know, do you, do you know him? He kind of worked on all kinds of like work with Ken Loach, and like oh, he's a right. legendary yeah. kind of drama producer. And he kind of created the show um, with Amy Jenkins, a great. So so they showed the first episode, the very first episode. And I, it's been years since I watched any of it. Yeah. I don't know how. And honestly, it still stands up as an incredible piece of TV that is so authentic. It feels completely real. Still, I mean, it has not. I mean, it's dated in terms of the way it looks.
1: Of course, yeah.
2: And and they, interesting, they showed quite a kind of not very HD. You know, quite a yeah. rough looking thing. And I think the reason they did that, right, they made it. There was a bit right at the end. Trails the 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 credits are going up, and and the voiceover comes on from when it first went out. On BBC Two saying, please tune in next week at 11.20 for part two. And I forgot, it went out 11.20 at night. That's insane. Insane. It was so, it was considered so daring, actually, that it was literally a late night treat for 40 minutes each week, which is incredible sick, isn't it? You want to get that now. But it, it just, it still seems fresh. And brilliant! The characters are so great, um, and it's just something completely unique. And I think it changed the world of TV drama oh, 100%. because a lot of shows came. It wasn't a genre thing. It wasn't about cops or no. doctors or lawyers. Well, I mean, right? So it was about lawyers. Yeah. There were lawyers. Never showed them in court ever. No. That was that was the rule. Yeah, it would never. Show, so it was about their lives and these people sharing a flat and having sex with each other and. It was each other. like uni, but it in was, London, right. and they you, uh, uni union yeah.
1: adults, wasn't it? So yeah. They had done that brilliant thing of making like students, but when you've left and you've gone, and yeah. you said, but they're all new. Anna and Miles, yeah. the Will that classic Will, they won't they proper, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, Ramon's in it, and yes. I went with him on, to uh, own, um, yeah. um Game, uh, uh, man down. He's it was such a great series. Yeah. It was, and even I was, I was quite young when it came out, but it was intoxicating. I don't think I'd ever seen a man kiss a man on screen, right?
2: Yeah, they'd get it, till, yeah. till
1: that, that series, and you know where it was like sort of you know this is part. Yeah. Absolutely. The story and you yeah. know, um yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah the mere incredible. fact that
2: it had it had gay characters, yeah. and, it, and completely matter of fact dealt with in a very matter of fact yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, in in the only, in the first episode, the only nakedness is egg. Andrew Lincoln's character yeah. who has an incredible butt, yeah. which you, which you see, and that I remember everyone was, like, scandalised. Like, the yeah. Daily Mail was outraged that there was male nudity, you know. It it really reminds you of how, how A, how far we've yeah. come, but B, also, what a brilliant, brilliant show it was. Oh, that's
1: was so like. great, because yeah. it was such a great, great... You know, again, it's that there's those shows that sometimes maybe you forget about when people write about yeah. things. Like one of my ones is Blossom. Do you remember yes, Blossom? Yes. I think that New is America. genuinely one of the most underrated pieces <sighs> oh, of wow. television. Watch it again. Watch your opening episode again. Oh, wow. It's incredible. Wow. And I think I was saying this to lots of my friends recently saying like, you know, when you get asked what shows influence and you know the cool ones to say, <laughs> but I was like, Blossom.
2: Yeah, Blossom is not a cool show. No, is it no, no, because no. it's
1: women. But but she, her, she doesn't monologue to camera because oh. she's doing she. So it's very she's doing a she's doing video diaries. But they're basically just like a late night monologue. She's doing jokes about like her dad's like her mum doesn't love her. Her brother's an alcoholic. Uh, it was incredible. And I watched like about four of them the other day, and I was like, oh wow, this is oh, crazy.
2: Really it still lands. To go yeah, through. that's almost a banshee. You know, we have our banshee yeah. slot yeah. where we pick a kind of obscure show that people might not have heard ah. of. Uh, yeah, oh, we'll that, get into that. I mean, that's a better example than your usual ones. Mm-hmm. Well, you? I have no, <laughs> idea. which are very
0: famous. Something I can't Banshee, is I, I may have owned up to this, I've never seen a single episode of this life. I've never thought. it's ridiculous. It. I mean, I know, and this is the this is the look <sighs> that I've been getting James. off people. Like Terry was like, what is wrong with you? So
1: It's such a good box. It's such a like, we yeah. didn't have boxes at the time, but it was such a good. It's brilliant. It's really yeah. brilliant. You know
2: the incredible thing. So it, one, the couple of things that were yeah. that were mentioned, that I forgot. Were uh, were the first series was eleven episodes, mm. and then the BBC and it became and it wasn't a hit. Then they repeated it more of be- a better time, like nine or ten o'clock, yeah. and it became a big hit. Nothing a, phenomenon. Would be a hit. Twenty past eleven. Then the BBC asked them to make twenty-one episodes of the second series, which never happens. Can you imagine? Like, oh my I mean, god! It, abs- and and don't Tony Garnett said it hasn't happened before or since that British? <laughs> so like, it was such a phenomenon. A cult <laughs> phenomenon the head of BBC was like we need loads of them 20, and they made so the second series is 20, 20 21 episodes and that's it and then it finished but they did and this Life 10 didn't they so they did a they did a reunion show which, which they were so honest um, Amy and Tony like they, they admitted that it was a disappointment and that they weren't sure whether they should have done it you know he said yeah. we shouldn't have done it they were kind of pressured into it and the only reason he agreed to do it was he tried to get other shows made new shows made yeah. for BBC and so they went alright we'll give you a this life yeah. reunion if you make these shows yeah. which is very honest and the other incredible thing he said was they then wanted a the third series because the second right. series was a big hit and he said no the, can you imagine this a producer of a show <laughs> of a huge hit show said no I think we're done and she and Amy Jenkins kind of went along with it I think she kind of I felt like she would have done a third series but he was like no we're done we don't want any more we don't want to milk it it stops there who, he refused who, who the... the producer of the show refused to do a third series of his own show that's wow. pretty Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and who was the writer? <laughs> Amy Jenkins. And so she, yeah. And she was like, um, yeah, she kind of agreed with the, f- the fact that they should stop doing it. But, yeah. but I could sense, you know, I felt between the lines, I was like, she probably would have done a third series if they wow. wanted to. Yeah, if he'd have agreed. But he would not let them do that. Yeah.
1: Isn't that I don't yeah. well, I don't know the producers could stop if you want the right no. to. Like.
2: Well he did I think he said something like they could have I said you can carry on doing it, but I'm not going to be involved. And right. so the production company and they well, said all right then we won't do it if you if you right, really not right. going yeah, to be involved. Yeah yeah it was it was so interesting.
1: It's I suppose it's a thing a bit like those shows if, if you it's I think it's quite brave to know when you yeah, know right, to yeah. sort of go that we've hit it mm, yeah. you know and it must it's very hard I think to know that to not to just know the bits when it's like, I was comparing it to stage time. So you have to forgive me. Like it's like I've got one metaphor and I'd go for it <laughs> for anything. <laughs> that bit where you're like, I could get an extra bit hit, but it's better if I leave, you know, like, yeah, yeah. cause they're like, Oh, she really, you know, it's just that like weird, just, you never really, I think, but it's always probably braver to not spoil it. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So would you do a third series of Game Face?
1: I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I haven't had a conversation. Right. Um, yeah, I you know, because because I was in the edit till two till literally about <laughs> Fine. about four weeks ago. It yeah. feel, I haven't even had like I've, you know, came straight had done some press. So haven't. Uh, thought Perhaps. about it really Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, well, I've also watched have you watched Euphoria yet? have you known about that show no I've
1: heard about it though right
2: so I watched all of that have you oh watched all of that yet? no it traumatised me so that's all available as a box set on right. Sky and that is one of the most incredible things I've seen for years really it's so I think it's incredible Yeah. it's, 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 a, it's an amazing it's become show, famous for it, there's a scene there's a lot of penises in it yeah, there are a lot yes please yeah so there's a scene there's a scene there's, <laughs> what, there's you
1: a, can see the penis yeah yes. all
2: over it in all that, sorts it's of groundbreaking. of rudeness yeah because it's an HBO show so HBO loves a bit of edgy nudity but this goes further than any show I've seen in terms of there's, there's a prosthetic erect penis in episode one we're saying they're prosthetics we don't know that for a fact oh, No, has, assuming they well. have said it's prosthetic oh okay then in episode two there's a scene in the shower a famous scene it's was becoming famous yeah. where this, this character who's a jock who has big masculinity issues toxic masculinity is, is in the sh- he, he hates going to showers with and all these naked men have got their, no- their knobs out and you see them those are, there's 20 knobs them. in one scene yeah. imagine what the censors thought of that so that is incredible but once you get beyond that because it is yeah. incredibly yeah. shocking yeah. to see that level of male on <laughs> TV. <laughs> um it's just a brilliant brilliant about it's about troubled teenagers yeah. and, you know um it, but it's so brilliantly done honestly and the whole thing well i, I did binge on like four mm. the, the last four episodes all in one night and
1: really I, I yeah. well, that's Absolutely great yeah, i'll yeah. have to watch that yeah. i don't like watching teenage stuff
2: oh really yeah Why is, is it fun too too raw and depressing or just
3: <laughs> you just, don't like I, teenagers <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't know i don't know i just find it um i don't know yeah, how yeah, should i, I say because I, I, I used to love it mm. But I don't know i find them uh
0: is it millennials? You just think they're all no,
1: not trash. millennials. It's when they like are they teenagers or yeah,
2: like, they are teenagers, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like kind of late, I think late like a bit late weird watching
1: them get off of each other and have sex. Like, uh, I feel like, it's a bit
2: perfect, like yeah, I'm oh, like okay.
1: you know, like rooting for these sixteen-year-olds. Like <laughs> yeah. oh god, I hope this fifteen-year-old gets yeah. it with this. Like it's quite, I quite like rooting for them. But yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. sometimes I'm going oh, and then you, I have to, my mom, I have to like Google the actors and prove they're 30, But it's like, yeah. good, I can root uh, for yes, them
2: again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're right. Yeah, it's all about you, Tree. Is that then? Oh god, no, I feel
1: bad.
3: No, no, no. No, I'm think, never going to watch it again.
1: <laughs> no, I think most people aren't like don't think like me. It's like a, I just sometimes um, when you just they're just it feels very they are very young, yeah. but not because they are. I mean, I've made this way worse than it is. I mean, I Zendaya just...
0: is in it. She was snogging Spider Man the other week, so you know. Yeah, how oh. old is Zendaya in real life? Do you know?
2: I've no idea. i to look it up. Yeah. No, no but, <laughs> Now I do feel really really <laughs> bad. Yeah.
1: No, I think everyone <laughs> if it's good telly, it's good telly. Mm. All of my friends watch it. Like watch, you know, skins and yes. watch like youthful stuff. Yeah. I, to be fair, right, I do. That's not, I watched my Mad Fat Diary recently again because um oh, that was great, yeah. because my editor's daughter just discovered it, so we discussed it and stuff. Um so I watch, yeah, I do. It's that's just yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the odd. It's sometimes I, I just I don't know, I find teenagers annoying. <laughs> I mean they
2: are. I mean is, it's kinda of, you know, it's kind of about that. It's yeah. about how yeah. how annoying they are and why they've got they're so annoying. Right, days. yeah. yeah. Zendaya, Zendaya is twenty-two, so okay. I already okay. feel like it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's
0: all good. Fine. We're fine. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been watching you for What I have done is I have been binging
2: The Boys. Oh you yeah, the boys? yeah. I
1: started watching, it and I really loved it. Isn't it, it good? Oh, like... <laughs> the opening <laughs> episode is spicy. Oh I yeah. know. Like,
2: Talking of nudity, etc. Yeah, it's, such
0: yeah. it's a lot edgier and darker than I thought it would be and it gets more so and there's I think it's about episode three or four there's a bit where well first of all it starts with Carl Urban doing this fantastic metaphor about the Spice Girls which I absolutely yeah. loved and then you go into the deep the sort of Aquaman type character yeah. trying to steal a dolphin and having this weird bestiality conversation <laughs> with a dolphin who's being frankly sexually inappropriate with him and then it goes into this slow motion shot of this dolphin flying through the windshield and they're getting run over by a truck and you're just like <laughs> What am I watching? It's uh, it's honestly it's it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah, I it was I I really this weekend I had um last weekend I think it was last weekend I had loads to do and I um it was I I put, I'll just watch one something that isn't mm. you know and I thought it was incredible. Mm. I thought it was. Uh, really great and the way it's sort of you know the stuff like me, the sort of me to empower the dynamics yeah. for women and stuff but it was so it's so great to do it creatively rather than on the nose like I don't like, it like this is a thing and here's just a route one storyline about the thing and you go no make it superhero like it's yeah. so clever it's such a great way of discussing sort of modern issues but nothing's modern mm. and re- things that are so sort of in the real world sort of are obviously the sort of themes of the show, but it's it's incredible. It's like, you know, making her change her outfit, you know, from yeah. the... And sort of... Yeah, it's brilliant. I love it so much. I really, really enjoyed it. It's such a simple idea, though, isn't With it? Simon Pegg. Yeah, I know. Cause what? It, what we yeah. discussed
0: is we couldn't work out why he was in that role but the character of Huey the younger yeah. one was apparently in the comic was based on Simon Pegg like looks just like him so I think it's a oh. bit of a, a, a sort of referential thing so he's in it to kind of tip his hat to, oh, to that right. because we thought well, if you're going to have Simon Pegg why is he so underused but yeah. that's the reason why I see it's just a simple idea like what if the Justice League were twats yeah. like, that's ultimately what I
1: don't know who the Justice League are is. well
0: it's you, know, it's you know Superman and Aquaman oh, right. and Wonder yeah. Woman so right. they're all kind of that's their gang name that. is it yeah. Yeah. yeah that is their gang name that's yeah. their gang name like the Avengers but DC so well done and so self-aware and I think like in a year where Brightburn came out which was based on the idea of what if Superman was evil Like yeah. Anthony Starr in this is the best evil Superman he pisses all over Brightburn yeah. Yeah. it's fantastic
1: I thought it was amazing I think it was it, in a in the era of Trump and the era of um, power unchecked, mm. I think mm. it's it's such a perfect. It's it's quite biblical. Yeah, you know, the, so. there's a story. It's very. It's a very biblical way of discussing the mod, modern living and politics. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I thought it was incredible, and it's shot so beautifully. Yeah, like there's a lot of
2: money on screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the production value. Oh that, my yeah. god. Credible, it? Yeah. It the is... bit
1: where I don't want to give it away, but the bit in the first episode where the girlfriend yes. um sort oh, of yeah. moves out yeah. of shot uh-huh. quite fast.
0: Yes. <laughs> These, uh, dry <laughs> yeah, as
1: we've called it. Yeah, um, I was literally like, oh, like, and I around it like four times because yeah. I was like, that's so brilliantly done, and it's such a yeah, really inventive. I loved it.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's very very good. Have you, uh, have you seen the episode where? Um, they go to a signing and like Billy Zane and Tara Reid are actually there, like like at a comic con type thing, just signing autographs. <laughs> for like, and I was thinking, fair play to them for being self-aware enough yeah. to know that that's how they're seen. That's great. Uh, Haley Joel Osment is there as well. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, they used to playing the character, but he yeah. has a
2: couple of moments. Yeah, Joel yeah, Osment, he does.
0: Right. Uh, so yeah, really enjoying the boys. I'm on the penultimate episode. I will be finishing that wow. today. Yes, I'm, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I've been gradually getting it. through my backlog.
1: Yeah, I really I have, have been through. enjoying it, and I thought it was. Um, uh, I want to save a couple episodes. I want to save a good old bit. I want to get some a couple of days off. I want to yeah. do. How many episodes are there? Uh, it's eight, I think. Total yeah, I think so, Not yeah. that many. No, not yeah. that
0: many. But I think season two is already coming. As already yeah, said. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's coming, been a massive yeah. hit quite for Amazon. Un-, so. un-,
1: un-, un-, American. <laughs> un-, American un American, un
3: American activity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. un American. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I know, think
2: eight, like, eight seems quite common now in yeah. like on the Netflix, yeah, the Amazon streaming yeah. world because I think because I think they're so expensive now. Right. They put so much into them. maybe There's a big difference between a budget for an eight or a ten. But also because
0: they're very arc based. And I think Netflix learned to their peril that doing something like 13 is too much. Yeah. Mm. When they're like an hour each and yeah. you're telling a very sort of, in many ways, tight story. Yeah. No one needs 13 hours to tell
1: one. Well, especially those docu ones where you get to like episode seven and they're repeating everything. Yeah. You go, we know
0: this. Yes. Yes. Like, I, was, yeah.
3: like, <laughs> I watched that episode a yeah. hours ago. Yeah. This is yeah. a binge. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> right. So that is what we are watching. Time now for Funny or Dire. Now, Rasheen, this... As a comedian, something you should probably know is that I have no sense of humour. Uh, I'm famous as there is a kind of gaping black hole where my sense of humour should be. Oh. And I don't find combat is funny. And this is my major character flaw. What? So- i know i know please don't hurt me
3: Dear um, God. so
0: so so i won't go through the weird psychosis of this okay. mainly because you're not my therapist <laughs> but um ultimately what it comes down to to actually make me physically laugh yeah is very difficult so this segment which was boyd's idea which don't blame me i'm blaming you because it's called funny or Dare and it sounds massively narcissistic so i feel <laughs> yeah. the need to justify its existence that our readers our listeners i should say uh pick a series and a specific episode and then we watch it and we all sort of like get into it and discuss whether or not a it Funny and be whether I find it funny, right? So, this week's, yeah. comes to us via Ilan Praskowski. Uh, and it is New Girl season four, episode five, Landline. Have you ever seen New Girl?
1: Yes, you have. Yes, okay,
2: good. Did you know this episode?
1: No. <laughs> so well, that would
2: be pretty amazing if you knew off the top of would, your head that, that what would be, season, I mean, yeah. yeah, something episode, yeah, something. Of
0: course you're it. No. So if anyone doesn't know, uh, New Girl is, This stars Zoe Deschanel as Jess. She's a teacher, and she moves into this LA apartment with a bunch of dudes, and hilarity ensues. Now, this particular one which is actually quite a nice idea it's that there's some kind of structural thing going on so their phones lose reception yeah so they get a quote unquote landline so the whole thing is based around the fact that no one has landlines and it's weird to have one right so the I don't know the names of any of these characters but the unemployed one stays at home and acts as the secretary and they all have to deal with the fact that they are sharing a single landline and therefore living their lives as we older people once did
2: right so there is that boy. Did you watch this? Yeah, I watched it. I reminded myself. Yeah, are you a new girl fan? Well, I, I do you know, I reminded myself of I started out being a new girl fan, and I and I quite liked it to start with. And I think um, Zoe, 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 spelled Zoe, 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 is so incredibly likable mm. as an on-screen everything she's ever done. I think she has this unbelievable likability, and so. I really enjoy her and her character and everything she does. I don't like the guys in it though. I don't find them. I found them irritating and annoying. I'm mm. with you and not that funny. Mm. So the whole concept of it, which is that she's living <laughs> with these dudes yeah. and has to deal with their dudeishness in various ways, I, it, yeah, it doesn't. It didn't. It, it didn't work for me. I'm 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 with you. Like again, having come to this blind and
0: mm. never seen any of the other ones, my issue with it is my issue with. A lot of comedy. And the thing that I, I <laughs> struggle is with is... This is a spicy... I know, I know. Yeah. I, 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 there's a death between us. I'm a very lot, conscious of A, whole a lot genre of comedy. Of comedy yeah. A, yeah. Human, a, e- a human
1: emotion. <laughs> okay.
0: So, so my, me and my twisted, psychotic <laughs> yeah. mind, the problem I have is that, that a lot of comedies, mm. not hashtag not all comedies, mm. uh, a lot of comedies take place in this heightened reality mm where they behave in a way and speak in a way that people don't behave. Mm-hmm. So there's... The, for me, there's a there's a relating barrier there. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene in this where she's having a conversation in the hallway and it's terribly overwrought mm-hmm. and theatrical, using language that you wouldn't use. Mm-hmm. For the sake of comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can tell I'm losing it. No. <laughs> but
1: I can't... But I don't think you should blame comedy for bad writing. Yeah. Right. No, no.
0: But yeah, I mean, to be fair... This because there's comedy... A of
1: I think... <laughs> bad writing makes everything unfunny. It does. And if it you does. notice if yes. you, because comedy rely, rely, relies on surprise mm. and you have to believe the thing if, if if it doesn't feel real. But I think that's how comedies used to be. But there was a we all had a suspended disbelief. We all grew yep. up in yep, uh, situation yep, yep, yep. comedies, studio laughter you know, and some of them were a lot better than others you know. And you know, something like Friends um, where everyone speaks in gags the whole time. Mm. Yet you you brought into the emotional yeah. narrative of the characters. Yes. There's a, there's a magic that goes there. There's a writing that goes there. There's a casting like you say every one of those could have been the lead in their own show.
0: Mm. Yeah, um, I don't think that's exactly. But I don't it, think
1: Zoe's it? show. Yeah. Um, I They're think I, I felt it was dated when it came out. Yeah, yeah I felt it, yeah, it was <laughs> five years out of date when it came out. I think she's a talent, but I think it was uh, sort of pixie manic dream girl yeah, okay, And yeah. um, and I think she's great, but I just felt the show as a format when it came out didn't offer. Uh, for me like you know and I, I know people love it it's comedy is the beautiful thing about it is it's so subjective that for someone it'll be their favourite show yeah. so you know um, I, I'm not being like saying this is not a good it's not I knew I would never it, it never made me laugh um, but I don't think I think uh, I think that's uh, I don't think that's to do with her I think no. she's a, I think she's a great talent I mean she's been I mean
0: a lot of
2: films yeah. she's, been, she's fantastic
1: yeah so. yeah
2: yeah it is very, it's very sitcom-y. Yeah, the,
3: it's yeah like, it, it really
2: it, is it's and like I, almost like a kind of slightly removed from reality it's so removed from reality it's almost like they're going let's make a funny sitcom rather than let's make a thing about this character doing this thing
1: sometimes people when they write comedy and you know it's it's hard to avoid notes where people would rather a joke a terrible joke but has the shape of a conventional joke than dialogue that is uh, funny because you go for laughs modern comedy is going for laughs rather than putting gags in And, and you know not all comedy but if you're trying to do a thing where you emotionally invest in the characters or you care or and especially in something like New Girl, where it's a, it is a bit rom-commy. We'll, you know, there is a bit of that, mm. but you don't really care about anything. I always right. think yeah. my rule is, it's a terrible rule, but me and my, me and my sister, we watched a show. I'm never going to name the show, so don't really. <laughs> okay. But it was it like a few awful. series in and my sister went, if he walked out into the road and got run over and she went, and he's just dead, went, would you care? And I was like, no, she went, that's terrible writing. <laughs>
3: that's true. And I was
1: like, I, that's, that's true. you know, yeah, that's, and, true. Oh, that's my rule. I think if any of these characters got yeah. killed by a car, if it doesn't matter <laughs> then it's bad. Then they get great them out. Test. Get them out of the show. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's <laughs> well, brilliant. This is something that we'll come on to later in the review section. So I have oh, a number okay. of slightly weird peccadillos with comedy. Okay. So with comedy, it's this. It's it's the the barrier to relatability. And also I find the height like so any like Will Ferrell comedy, like movie mm-hmm. comedy movies. With a few exceptions. So I like some. I
1: never you've things. seen enough comedy. I've seen
0: it I well, I certainly haven't enjoyed enough comedy. <laughs> yeah. I think I've watched a lot of it in certainly cinematically. Yeah. But I find, so the funniest TV show to me, hands down, and this is is the West Wing. And the reason for that is because it's drama, and when the comedy's in it, the juxtaposition between the drama and the comedy energises the comedy to such extent that it makes it a lot funnier than it yeah. would be in isolation so in the same way as I love the 80s comedies of like Eddie Murphy so they were yeah. action films with comedy not pure comedies but and nothing's the, pure like
1: that's what I'm saying like I think a good comedy drama without yeah. comedy is bad drama comedy without drama is bad comedy mm. American
0: sitcoms though often tend to be just one Oh,
1: known. American sitcoms I don't think you can count but you can't that's like saying you don't like food because you don't like <laughs> eggs you know like yes. you can't say there's so much brilliant comedy yeah. and, and I I think it, 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 the reason why you're laughing at the West Wing is the comedy. It's not, yeah. and of course, it's a just book. But, but comedy, like every everything, is text. Every joke, every laugh, every bit of writing is where you put it and where you place mm. it. And I think, um, but I get what you mean. Is like I don't think everything has to be heightened. I think I don't think there is. I don't think the best comedy is this you know massive big you know I think all the for me what I enjoy the best comedy is seeded where you care about the characters where yeah. they feel where it feels like a conversation's happening where if the characters walked in the room that's how they'd speak they have moments of you I also think it you know life's ugly television doesn't need to be and you should be a bit inventful you yeah. know I think we should try mm. and vent and make shows beautiful and make them you know especially comedy shows they should be filmed so ugly um, I think they they never had any production value they were just like yeah there's your scripts go and do your vague shape of jokes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't mean you didn't. Those you know,
2: sitcoms, those, those yeah, sitcoms, particularly because yeah, yeah. your show is very well filmed. Yeah, I, I did film at
1: it. uni. I'm obsessed with the right. look. I'm like, I don't want any ugly yeah. in the show. I yeah. want people to be. I want it to be. And you know, the music. It's you know, I, I, it doesn't because it's a comedy. It doesn't need you know drama. Gets all of that. Like mm. you know, it's hard to preserve and then edit. You know because. You know, drama, someone sits there holding a glass for six minutes, like, give him an Oscar. If I had that in my show, they'd be like, what's going on? Like, the the commissioners would be calling the police, you know, like, we've got six minutes of someone holding (laughs) a glass. You know, like, you have to try and keep it beautiful. And comedy. the thing is with comedy as well is the reason why I'm fighting for it a, a little bit is there's no ambiguity in the aim and it's a sport as much as anything it's mm. a, it's throwing darts and with all the other genres you can discuss what they are how they made you you know if when you say you're going to be a it's meant to be a comedy it's sort of by its very nature sort of kills it yeah it, so we lose 50 percent of the goodwill the reason why we're able to last because it's not meant to be funny if that came out as a comedy you'd be like Where's, where are the jokes yeah where are the jokes (laughs) but it's how it gets genre and I think that's the thing comedy um, it's like when you're doing stand up laughs and smiles don't count
3: Mm.
1: you know they just don't they don't they don't matter It doesn't it's matter so if you're smiling true, yeah. at the show. Yeah. You know, it don't, I don't care. Yeah. I, also I, think,
2: just... <laughs> I also think this whole this whole bit of the podcast, the whole funny or die thing, starts it up because I think you've got a thing against what you think of as sitcom. Absolutely, sitcoms yeah. like traditional. What we're talking about mm. these old. But yeah. even within that genre, even with what we're talking about, even like Friends compared to New Girl. Friends yeah. is like you know a giant yeah. compared to New Girl. Friends, you do care whether they're going to get oh my run God. over. Friends is a master your, so that's that's masterpiece, it, and I think
0: you nailed the reason why. It's because every single one of those characters, although Matt LeBlanc proved this untrue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could have been the start of their own show. Yeah. Like you wanted to spend time with yeah. them. They were,
2: they were. Rounded. So you they like were you. So you do. I think. I think you're fixated on the fact that you don't laughing out loud at every single. Minute. But you can appreciate the majesty yeah. of well, French. we should point out the game face did pass the funny or yes. die test because I Thank legitimately yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs>
0: specifically
2: and if at I, the you've... drunk Instagram
0: moment which had me properly laughing yeah.
1: you're very yeah. kind but I yeah it's a weird I just feel um, with uh, comedy it's a strange one I feel really protective of the form and I can talk so because I don't think comedy even how people write about it it's seen as like yeah it's a comedy you know whatever and you go no yeah. like yeah. it's comedy's the thing it's but I think a... that's
2: changing don't you yeah. I think like yeah. with shows we don't necessarily need to mention yeah. them but i think it now i think i it recently like a comedy won all the all the yeah. awards in the American yeah. critics gathered you know beat all dramas So the like show of shows is a comedy yeah. and I think that does change things I think people now and it may be a bittersweet all those yeah. cliches people use it still is a comedy
1: hugely and
2: as you say it's dealing with dramatic yeah. issues and, but I think now mm. finally almost going actually
1: but I still think my theory is they still see them as anomalies really, rather than you? the mm, form and it is and I'm not saying that, yeah. you know that I still think it's just the critiquing of how people um, yeah. The just what comedy is. I can talk. Obviously, I sound up, all stand ups talk about is comedy. Why is it funny? Yeah. Why doesn't it work? Mm. Like it's amazing. A bit that you write, it's exhilarating when you get on the room and it doesn't work. When you and you have to, and then you tweak it and you got, I've worked out. You can't say it's got to be three syllables. Yeah, it won't work if the word yeah, at the, the, the end is longer stuff. than yeah. three syllables. The yeah, joke wow. goes, you know, and it's a kind of and then you know it's and not always, but sometimes you're like, it did. It changed it completely. I did a scene in um, in the first series. And a lot of the comics, a lot of the performers are comic writers and performers. So Dustin Demery Burns is brilliant. He does Cardinal Mm -hmm. Burns. And we're doing an intervention scene. And um, it was me and my brother having a row. And there's this bit where we sort of give each other the bird. Like, you know, sort of go like that. And it sort of, we did another take and it was wrong. And I was like, oh, this feels weird, this bit. And Dustin just pointed out, he went, you said it as you did it and it was like and it was just a very small thing and I think it's only a comic writer would know exactly I felt and, and I was like oh god that's it because I, I changed it I was saying it then doing it and like saying the line then it sounds like so uh, c- cerebral doesn't it then I'm flipping him the bird <laughs> uh, but um, yeah and it was a real like the, the beats of yeah, why something is funny you
0: are right there's an alchemy to it and it is all about the precision of time in the same way that like you know I'm going back to the West Wing because I always yeah. do. in the same way that Aaron Sorkin writes in meter and everything for him like if there's an arm in the script the arm has to be spoken because for him it it's like the whole symphony's hit a bum note yeah. and again with comedy like the tiniest little change is the difference between being hilarious and just not funny
1: 100% you know it's it's a, it's a sport like i say as mm. much as you know like you there's i think there's very little um i think if especially with advertisers comedy i don't i think people get really angry if it's not funny mm. it can ha- it can touch a billion different things mm. but people get furious they're like how Dare you lie? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's like so, you know. And this kind of, I guess, is slightly related to my why I find things that aren't traditionally comedies, whether it be the West Wing, Beverly Hills got mm. funny, because you, it's not a comedy. You're not going in there for the comedy, and the comedy catches you unaware. Yeah, and suddenly the mirth comes out of absolutely nowhere, and you're like, "This was a delightful surprise." Yeah, you know. But it, whereas-
2: but there's also, comedy is just, comedy fans yeah. are a real, there's a, there's a, that fandom is a real thing, isn't it? Like that, yeah. uh, that, and then they get furious if there's a perceived dip in the funniness of any show that they like, or yeah. of any person's stand-up that they like. Yeah. It's really, it, that anger, that fury, yeah. as you were talking about, yeah. is a real thing, and I think thats that doesn't happen with drama, that just doesn't, it's not the same.
1: I don't think drama is, you can have a conversations about, it, there's there's a beauty to the, you know, drama and theatre, we can have conversations, you know, like, about the ambiguity and what it means and stuff like that. Comedy is is more blunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, did yeah. you laugh? Yeah. And you know, mm. and and so you can talk as much around it as like what it made you feel and da da da. But comedy means a thing, <laughs>
3: exactly. you
1: know, and then yeah. so people get kind of frustrated, and so sometimes I think that's why you know some of the like Netflix and Amazon they they don't advertise like that, yeah. so their shows are they don't say this is comedy, no, yeah, yeah. and so you're able to just watch the show and enjoy the show, it, you know, you don't to be like yeah. this is a show that's going to be funny and sad and da 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 or or whatever it's going to be, mm. a and I think that sometimes takes the pressure off, and you're able to because I do think writing for genres if you say, I've got to write a comedy. I think it's quite a hard pushback and, you know, I, I was able to do it. And I think, you know, quite, you know, obviously at other shows to be like, there needs to be, it can't be all chorus. And then these bits, you know, it's not, uh, <laughs> these bits need to happen. I think, you know, if you want it to be believable and, and, and like you say, the laughs, work better when it's not all chorus when you have like you know proper verses and they go oh no this laugh will come you know they'll enjoy it more but um
2: That is very interesting that you're saying about Netflix not calling things comedy because I remember when Afterlife arrived with people were in which was the show that was like people spent so long trying to Dis- debating, was it a is comedy? It yeah, is, a a comedy? is it what a drama? Is And he was like, "It is what it is, Yeah. you know, yeah. and that's it." And but it takes out the it, like, is there's a goal-oriented
0: mm. thread to comedy and horror? Like, if a horror, you see a horror, best film that's in the world. So if it's true. not scary. It's not a good horror yeah. film. Comedy could be a brilliant film. Yeah. Didn't laugh. It's not a good comedy. Yeah. Whereas for a drama, no one's asking you, "Did you feel dramatic?" No. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> did you enjoy it?
1: No, I think it's just the it, they are comedy is a you're trying to elicit. This is you're trying to make someone's body yeah. react. It's quite yeah. a strange. You're like, it's like being a magician. Like, <laughs> like you say that, and they go, oh, like it's kind of drama doesn't, you know, and I think horror is a bit the same. You go like, oh, like you're, you, you, there's a physiological change that you promise. Mm. You're going to be scared. You're going to feel like, oh God, you're going to like yeah. get yourself into a terror because <laughs> like you're literally going to be sweating in your own house. And that's what you promise people. <laughs> and if they don't get to experience a physiological change, those two genres Promise? They go well. This is just me watching people.
2: <laughs> yeah, completely. It's interesting. Like, like critic criticism of stand up, particularly. Mm. Like if you go to a stand up show and a critic comes and everyone's laughing and they can't then go away and go, "Well, that was a terrible show." They yeah. just can't, can they? I mean, I guess you could take the kind of. I think level I think it's of... always
1: fair to say. I think you know, with all of it, you. All, I, don't, I think a uh, critic critic can always be like, "This is how I enjoyed the, <laughs> the show." You can you can still bury a show and be like, "Everyone was laughing." <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. Like,
1: you can. I don't think you have yeah. to be, but I think you probably what you you can't say is objectively it's not funny no, because yeah. it's sort of that becomes like a cognitive dissonance there where you go what are yes. you ta- well when does it become funny mm, exactly. <laughs> if they're you know but yeah it's a it's fascinating i love you know i love chatting about and why things work and why they don't mm. and comedy i find you know i don't think it, mm, the fail isn't as hard as a comedy that fails a drama yeah. can fail so softly mm. uh a comedy can fa- it just is like pfft.
0: But also you know. like the creator of the drama could say, well, you just didn't understand it.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know.
0: That's the, I, this is the greatest funny or dire isn't uh, isn't uh, it? conversation. not it? I was about <laughs> to say, we've gone much more highbrow. Yeah. Also, I think the nadir of my professional career was the time when I tried to explain to a professional comedian why comedy isn't funny. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's never speak <laughs> of this again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will <and> say, <laughs> I will say, just going back to this yeah. episode for Ilan, uh, the one bit, I mean, it didn't make me laugh, but the only <laughs> bit that made me smirk, yeah. so you don't get points for a smirk, was uh, he, 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 um, uh, Jess is introduced to the hot English teacher was a science teacher but yeah oh yeah this is the funny bit uh, and he's bit, got a yeah. French name and his name is Mr. Gauzineux <laughs> and so and so she's and he goes Gauzineux go, goes, goes in me go go,
2: go and it all gets a bit like you know so yeah. it's like lols that is the face and also he's in the, the headmaster where whatever introduces the yeah. new English guy yeah. to Zoe's character by saying don't be confused by the way he talks in a very strange way and he's you build up, to, and it's, yeah. he's <laughs> British and that was funny
1: that's yeah. good that that's funny, a good yeah. pullback of yeah, a, a and
2: fun. there's a bit where one of the characters refers to his genitals as
0: Dugil is this an american i've never heard that before do no, you yeah. No, I didn't and then
2: that, the answer right. and it's, uh, it's i think uh, they're trying to be trying to be fun
0: and then his name in it, and he refers to his as sam jackson because it's in everything oh my that's god that's the level
1: of humor we're dealing with <laughs> there uh, is something you know what it's that daytime telly there is something about american sitcoms what's <laughs> the one with a guy he's like a delivery guy and he's married that, to the lady who yeah. left scientology
2: Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. One.
1: Oh, you do know this one. Uh, I just want to get. It's so like on the nose, working class. It's like pick up my paycheck oh, on, and drive on. home is, to um, you.
2: <laughs> is this is not the Kevin James one, is
1: it? Is he a bigger
2: guy? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's the old. Oh my god. It's I'm, the
2: old one. Yeah. You on in the morning on Channel Four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And okay. I'll just.
1: Yeah. I, it's the comfort level. Just leaving it. on. You know what he has? It has. Um. My honestly, conversations with me recently like quizzes. I'm like, you know the guy. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's uh, Ben Stiller's dad's in it
2: yes Jerry Stiller yeah Jerry yeah. Stiller and he's yeah.
1: great and I, I'll watch that show just for him, for his lines because I'm like yep it's worth watching King of Queens that's it's it the King the show. of Queens yeah. Yeah. and I'll leave that on for yeah. Ge- every time he, Jerry. Stiller. I think he's hilarious because yeah. Jerry Stiller
2: was in Seinfeld yeah. playing George it was I mean, incredible. incredible I mean Seinfeld which is the greatest show of all time in my opinion <laughs> I saw him recently
1: I was in the front row at Soho Theatre Oh,
2: uh, well, the front row that's yeah. brilliant it was uh, really I, great I he doesn't Jerry let you Seinfeld, down does he no
1: and he brings such dignity to the profession yes dignity that's such a good word it's a real kind of he doesn't have to be there and it's sort of that and he does that so lightly, like yeah. I don't have to be a you know I'm you know how rich I am, but he doesn't say it like that.
2: Right? Yeah, it's incredible, <laughs> yeah, isn't it, It's how he makes you
1: feel about yeah. it. He's like it's yeah. such a celebration of what we are and how we do it, and it makes you feel yeah. like it's a good thing we chose right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love him. So Front
0: much. row of the Soho Theatre. I saw him once. I was the back row at the O2. Oh, it was no. a very different experience. <laughs> he might as well have not been there. But you know, yeah, the before, O2 is
1: a big bef- room. Before Louis, um, you know, was was new Louis. I went to yeah. Before Louis cancelled went to Wembley yeah and oh I can't say this <laughs> <laughs> you started <laughs> I
3: can't say this
1: I cannot I say going do
3: get <laughs> I mean Christ
1: <laughs> no I can't
2: oh okay okay <laughs> what's your available okay wow Use your you watch for have you one. watched any of Jerry's um comedians and cars getting coffee yes yeah I love that
1: I love them I oh love and I love the uh, um the Eddie Murphy one made me feel a bit sad yeah yeah um I don't believe he doesn't want to do comedy.
2: I know, I I agree, yeah. I
1: felt felt kind of, um, I was like... And I felt Jerry didn't either.
2: No, totally, yeah.
1: I felt like he... And I get the fear and I get all of that stuff. I just felt like i don't know it made me sad a little bit I, but it was also fat, not like sad like feel sorry mm. for him but it just made me feel a bit like uh yeah i think jerry it, there's such it's such a beautiful way it's a bit like the trip you know yes i
2: love the trip yeah. our
1: lives are so noisy and so that sometimes watching two people having a conversation mm, yeah. where it's not about the current of the, the politics of the day or whatever it's just like why do cups have had that <laughs> you know yeah. and the kind of it's it's a bit like giving your brain a break and I just love obviously because of comedy and I, I think he talks about comedy in the way that comics talk about comedy which is like pr- it's never done it's mm. like why is this bit why yeah. does that work why does that not yeah. work when it's you know and I, I'm fascinated with that so yeah and, but I think if even if I'm not a comedy fan they're great conversations I watched the Eddie Murphy one I loved yeah. it I used to worship Eddie Murphy I mean so. everyone he was yeah. you know and you know obviously not all of his material was aged well you know oh in the way oh my god I, like, Delirious
0: <laughs> I used to quote endlessly now yeah. I couldn't even watch it no. I like, couldn't say it So it's
1: incredible you know how times have changed, but I think I felt like he didn't want to be—he didn't even want to try and be funny. Like it was quite a weird. Like he yeah. was—I like he'd made a choice to be like I'm just going to be honest, and you know.
2: Yeah, that was but, very. You know, it was kind of
1: like he'd been like, and Joey was trying to get into play a bit. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do you see the marching Short one?
1: Oh, of, he was...
2: He, I love him so much. He was just a dream. A dream, isn't a it? Just, I could watch them yeah. just change shit, <laughs> was, honestly, for like eight hours. It was
1: amazing. I he, was
2: devastated when it finished. That
1: was my favourite one. Yeah, it's my favourite one. I was one, like... Yeah. It, yeah, it felt... He was open, gregarious. Yeah. He sort of has that thing where you can tell, like... I don't know, he's at that perfect point where he doesn't really care what you think about him. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's sort of, so he's not trying to be guarded or, yeah, you know, right. he's just being, like, charming yeah. and funny. And there's, one, the there's mind a mind bit one. where... <laughs> These people, he, he get people tickets for the sh- for his, you know, his, I think a theatre show. yeah And they don't mention the show after. And then, so obviously, that's the worst thing in the world. I've had that with stand-up. You come off and people are like, hey, like, what do you mean, hey? Like, <laughs> like how bad was the gig? Yeah. And so he ends up going for dinner and they don't mention it. And so he's just like in hell. And he pays for the dinner. And his wife's like, why did you pay for the dinner? And he's like, I had to get out of it. It's like, but it's such a... <laughs> I love when people are really honest, that that stuff. My sister came to me to Latitude once, and um, we were, you know, where the rampiers were to do the gig, and she was going to wait there. I said, if you wait here, whoever comes off, you have to say, well done. You'll be the first person they see when they walk up. You can't just dead-eye them as they've walked off stage. She was like, but they'll know they've done well. I was like, they don't.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true.
0: Well, Ilan, if that answers your question (laughs) as to whether or not New Girl is funny, uh, sorry, that did not pass the test. However... (laughs) Next week's candidate comes from, this is from Graham Wells, and he has picked Green Wing Series 1 Episode 8, The Space Auction. This is a show I have never seen
1: i enjoyed it i must say as well i feel like i've been quite harsh on new girl i think there are probably episodes that are very funny so i don't think it, yeah. should, I don't think it should be ruled out as not funny there's way worse there's way oh yeah way worse it, yeah, yeah it's not a. Yeah. Uh, it's not it's not it's just not one of my favorites well boy's bugbear
0: on this is exactly that is That people are picking shows that are funny and then episodes which are not funny <laughs> but,
1: that's yeah so know. i don't think it's I i don't think it's a, an unfunny show mm. um uh by a long shot um Green Wing, I enjoyed. I watched it a long time ago. It's yeah. very episodic. I don't think it. So it's one that you can sort of dive in and out of. Mm. I don't think there's like a narrative, is it?
2: No. Well, there was. It, it was. Int- it will be interesting yeah. to see what what we think because it, it had like it's quite an unusual, isn't it? That it, it would have quite long bits, yeah, kind of which weren't really story driven no. at all. And then there was <laughs> kind of a. Plot going on underneath I a can't very. remember that. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It was almost like sketchy, wasn't it? But, yeah. all with, but with characters ongoing week to week to week in the hospital setting. But I know nothing about it. It's been like be just re- cast. Incredible, incredible cast. Incredible cast. Carl
1: Theobald, who yeah. uh, plays my therapy, my yes. life coach, is in it. Oh, really? Yeah, He's and he's brilliant in everything he does. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I think he's it's nice. got some
2: good. Yeah, be interesting to see again. Yeah. Steve
1: Mannion, is he in Greenwood Yeah, yeah. he is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I should look forward yeah. to uh, attempting to laugh at
0: that one. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: it's I'm, like you do comedy porn. It is.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, I'm like I'm like a uh, you know I'm like they have coolers in uh, in casinos. I'm like the comedy cooler.
1: What's a cooler? Like, the cooler? The
0: cooler. Do you ever see the film with uh, William? Oh, the who yeah. killed the killed. Yeah, got the... he's, he's bad luck. So he'll go there and he sucks the luck out of the room, so everyone loses. I've never come to a thing. comedy gig.
1: Yeah. She'll be like a person. Oh, I'll be sucking the humor out of the room. <laughs>
0: yeah, kind <of> That's <laughs> my role. Right. Um, time now for this week's news. And before we continue with the other stories, pray a moment of silence <laughs> for a great loss that we have had. This week, I of course refer to the OA, the single greatest thing Netflix has ever produced, and they fucking cancelled it after two seasons.
2: I, why? Why would they do this, Boyd? Why?
1: Why?
0: First why of all, all it, have, why? Have
2: you seen it? I saw the first series, okay. loved it. Yeah, I had um, to start the
1: second series. Yeah,
2: at least, you are. I'm, I'm jealous of you because you've got that to come. You've right. got the series second is series, is even more incredible. Really, um, nice. even more incredible. It has the greatest ending of <laughs> anything of all time. <laughs> oh, the, wow. Yeah, and then but. But it's not a, res- a resolution. No. it's like now, when now, right, where do we right, go? Right. It's like a mind-blowing finale. Would then goes to well, where, and the whole thing. So I, I as I bang on about, at, yeah. regular listeners will know, I went on set once for a whole day. It's the highlight forest. of boy's life. It's literally the greatest thing ever happened <laughs> to me because I love the first season so yes, much. And then, right. then like, she's amazing. She's incredible. Mm. Britt Marling and then so I got to go on set and I spent a whole day in a forest outside of San Francisco they let me go wherever I want I could run around follow every single thing that was happening they were filming like two or three different episodes in different locations she is so incredibly nice and friendly and creative and everything the whole thing was incredible and um Zalbach Manlich, who's, who's co created with it, was directing, and he was letting me stand behind the camera. The whole thing, honestly, is never, because you never get, when you visit Severs, it's, yeah. sort of, it's a p- publicist standing there making sure you don't yeah. talk to anyone and all that. <laughs> None of that. It was so incredible. So it was like the creative freedom of the show, which goes into all kinds of extraordinary areas of, you know, octopuses and all yeah. oh, yeah. Old night. Is, is mirrored in the way they created it. You know, they were like so, there was like this incredible atmosphere of freedom and like, wow. you know, so, and now they've got rid of it. It is so devastating. And, but the whole yeah. thing, Thing was conceived they they said that they had five five they call them you know five parts of the yeah. whole story that they had absolutely conceived with each other and so the pain is not it's you know not loads of shows get canceled you yeah. devastate if you like it but everyone knows there's three more <laughs> a huge big three more elements of this story to come and seemingly we'll never see them so it is really that's really frustrating it's a huge blow. why
1: that's do they cancel
2: it i think it was
0: a very expensive, it's an show, expensive to make, show and i yeah. suspect in a purely business terms so, i mean not that they're selling advertising so what the fuck does it matter but i imagine it didn't get the viewing figures they wanted for a show that cost that much money
2: if you think uh, i think the problem with it is the with the whole show is it arrived don't you remember? it arrived completely without kind of um, warning and yeah. without much um, pre-publicity yeah. um, the first series mm. close yeah. to Christmas whatever that year was and it's never been an easily it's a very hard to, we're talking about definitions yeah. and genres yeah. it's an, impossible to define mm-hmm. it's thriller mystery science fiction yeah. fantasy a bit of comedy it's everything yeah. teen drama yeah. and because it's so hard to define and it is weird it's so weird and unusual that I think people just felt like oh I'm not sure if I can deal with that As and, you know, so it didn't have that stranger thing digestibility you know, digestibility Need, you needed it, yeah. to, you
1: needed to, com- you know, commit you, to a, something yeah.
2: unusual. Yeah, not—it's definitely like outside of the mainstream. Yeah, and even though I found it incredibly watchable from the first totally. minute,
1: I found it so. Yeah. Like it was a, you know, it was one for me. I judge it, you know, how late in the night is it? Will I go for another one? Yeah. And I was like that. And, I, and then I was getting annoyed with myself, thinking, like, you were too tired. This is like, <laughs> yeah. they've put all this work into it. Don't yeah. watch it like this, right. you know. I was like, all these people, have, you know, the art department, what what they've done. Yeah. And you're like half asleep. Wait till tomorrow, you know. <laughs> exactly. um, oh, that's a shame.
2: Yeah. And so- I think. I've never uh, been more devastated. Yeah. I've never been more gutted about the, the the killing off of a show. And people say so there's this campaign, there's an online campaign, save the OA. And and I think you know people are some shows have been rescued, haven't they, from one service or outlet or yeah. channel. I and don't feel. And I don't think it's going to happen yeah. with this. I almost feel like the creators have gone well. If they're not going to give us the, and it is, it's so big and, ex- if you watch season two, you'll see it, it feels expensive. <laughs> it it's, does, yeah. Each yeah. episode, I know they say it, like each episode is like a movie, and but the production values are incredible and there's so much going on that you can't just do it on any kind of budget. It has no. to be. So I feel like then, it's not just going to go to Hulu or Amazon. No, I feel no. it is the end. So it is, it's is, it's it's That's such front. a
0: shame. Yeah. It is a shame. And it's, it's so unusual for people to take that kind of risk on something that bold and expensive, and for it to be so well received,
2: and then mm. absolutely and I think nothing. it's I think it's this moment in time is really interesting for Netflix because I think you know they yeah. have bad figures famous in the last yeah. when yeah. they declared their results and all of that, and there's there's a slight decline in in um, subscribers in America. I think they're still still doing well in the UK two, apparently. Two million extra, right? Two million since extra last year, right. yeah. So it's um, right? and they're commissioning a lot of British yeah. stuff, which is great, yeah. you know. Um, but I do think they've been harsher with, with shows. But all
1: the other ones are coming through. There's a threat now, isn't there? So wasn't who took... Um... The American office back was ABC yeah, or ABC. Right, exactly. They because they're going to do, you know. So, yeah, everyone, friends is going. Yeah, so yeah everyone's yeah. sort of going, eh, let's get our content yes. back. So, you know, whoever's got friends has got you know, that kind of. And so I feel like immediately you go, it's not going to be great for the consumer because we're going to have to have more things to be logged on to. Yeah. But then there's also, you know, you can feel like Netflix maybe won't have that because, you know, every all the channels are watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're exactly. going, oh, and we're so, they're giving all yeah. their best content to yeah. Netflix. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's even just the. You know, when you go on there the website for Netflix, yeah. the face of Oh, yeah,
2: the, the interface. Interface. Yeah. It's yeah. such
1: a great interface. Yeah. Oh, and I completely. just think, yeah. you know, you sort of, the, and it's really, it's done that thing like almost McDonald's has done. Yeah. You go, Netflix, you go, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's almost done, yeah. you, you trust it. Yeah,
2: I once went to, a, I went to an, a meeting with Ted Sarandos and I mentioned this before, like I wasn't allowed to report on it so it was off the record. Yeah. And he said they spend so much time choosing each picture on that interface for every show, the one picture that's going to represent every show. Like those things are completely oh. Multiply researched and tested, and it's you know, it's incredible. It is incredible. I, I'm yeah. so
1: like, that's the stuff I just because you know, why, why one, why it's such a big thing, and why it is. Um, but yeah, if it's a sh- you know, they're not good, their, their original content was the stuff right. that, you know kind yeah. of and if I they're going to get rid of the original content like that yeah. then you go it, then it's going to be cut they're, they're
2: sort of it's an interesting moment. Yeah. yeah that's why i think it is short-sighted because this was a, such a bold daring yeah. unique thing that they've got to do bold daring unique because that was until but maybe that's changing that wasn't mm. its usp but, but, but now maybe I, like
0: on the one hand from a business point of view you can kind of see in their head they probably think we've got sex education which costs fuck all and so <laughs> like everyone watches it hugely popular but right. Brilliant. And then you've got the OA, cost a fortune, and a handful of people watch it. But it feels to me like this is their Mad Men. Do you know what I mean? Like it's the yeah. show that is critically acclaimed, but nobody watches. Yeah. But it gives them the kudos and the heavyweight, which they're going to need when Disney Plus launches, when Apple Plus launches. Yeah. Like all of these services. Like in America, they have this a little bit with Hulu and whatnot. But over here, it's Netflix and Amazon. Do you know yeah, what I mean? From a streaming yeah. point of view. As more and more competition comes in, they're going to need the sort of some prestige product mm. to say, look, we are Netflix and we produce shit like this. Mm. And, you know, they had the OA. And now, you know, obviously sex, educa- sex education is great and it's really funny. But, you know, no one's looking at the old Marvel shows No one's looking at. Certainly not looking at House of Cards anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, and Orange is the New Black is finishing. It feels like you know. Where's your prestige? Where are these sort of temple things you're going to use to sell your service? Yeah. Uh, And I don't know what that is for them though.
2: Stranger Things. Stranger
0: Stranger Things. things. Yeah, but then Stranger Things is you know it's I mean it's not winding down, but we've got at most two more seasons of that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, true.
2: Well, anyway, and And, oh, and Afterlife. This is an Afterlife. So this, this yes, Ricky. If Ricky put up showed Instagram a picture of a finished. Um, shooting script oh wow have you read the script are you in season two? Or oh you've read season? Can you I, can't yes. I can't say yet. i can't say okay <Yeah>. sorry <laughs> so you may or may not have read scripts for season two Yes, no, so i may or may okay. not have read the
1: scripts i've read uh yeah I could, i've read a bit okay
2: <laughs> let's just say i'm excited i'm yeah. very excited about that because yeah. series one was it was an extraordinary
3: thing yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: it done it was amazing and it done so well and for netflix it, it was like it was such a huge huge show um that's what i i'd never been in anything you know, so Americans recognise me. Right. It's quite odd.
3: Is it? It's just <laughs> mad, because I
1: just think, well, how do they know me? And you forget that you're in the show that's mm. on in the States. So, yeah. like, I was at National, the National Theatre. I went to see Follies, and there's man and they're like hello we're with our drama school these americans from california they started giving me a random and it was just oh, quite it was really amazing. sweet like yeah, but i was like americans know me what? <laughs> you know even though my show's on in hulu over there i don't think you know i don't think that's had a big impact whatsoever compared to afterlife
2: yeah that i mm. did have a huge impact mm. and that was a show that i mean i'll just say it tested the boundaries of comedy and drama. but also i thought it was interesting you were saying how you've got com- a lot of comedians in your show yeah like dustin etc yeah that so he he and he's talked about this, he, casting comedians yeah. in roles that may be funny roles or yeah. straight roles, that he thinks that it's much better to cast comedians who can do drama because yeah. he doesn't think every straight actor in quotes can do comedy.
1: I mean, 100... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get myself... I'm trying good. to get you in trouble, sorry. <laughs> no, but I, I 100%... I think comedy is hard. Yeah. I don't think... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm gonna say I, don't, I don't think crying and being sad is that hard. No, yeah, I think yeah. there's people... People are like, oh, they're sad. But if you don't make someone laugh, they hate you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's... Uh, yeah, I think... So say Dustin, Demi Burns, it's quite a straight role in mine when he mm-hmm. plays Simon. And that was just an audition. I was a bit like, oh, and it was... He was the best actor. Like, you know, but yeah. he also can... Uh you can't teach what Ricky says and I agree with totally, you can't teach straight people to be funny. No. no. You just can't. It's no. just either there or it's mm. not the timing's there or it's not and yeah. it's just and it's unfair on them as well to try and <laughs> make them yeah. to keep going, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. like like be funnier than <laughs> yeah. got, like honey. just yeah. be funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well so that was there the, is other news as well yeah well okay so Netflix is cancelled <laughs> right we've got to that right moving on from uh, from that and Afterlife uh, is coming back uh, but Afterlife is coming back uh, no, well, not not the OA is cancelled I'm saying Netflix is cancelled for cancelling no, the OA. no. So no we're, we're, on. we're on they're done, I'm no. done no do you see the amount of people on the Twitter but I'm cancelling my Netflix they're like alright don't over they're just out. giving themselves admin
1: roles it's true. Gonna, they'll cancel yeah. Netflix <laughs> and then go on 10 minutes later. Like, is that when people are angry at airports they like, go I'll never fly with British Airways again I think you will yeah I mean, exactly <laughs> Ryanair like honestly what are you
0: going to do <laughs> um, have you ever seen Event Horizon
1: Event Horizon Event Horizon
0: no. this is film, Sam a film. Uh,
2: I knew this was going to be the story yeah. you'd pick it's a
0: 90s uh, horror film which was critically panned uh, commercially disastrous was it critically panned? it was at the time it has emerged as a cult hit since then oh, okay. but it was panned critically okay. uh, and it's cult revival I think is largely down to me and Chris Hewitt who've been banging on about it for 20 years but right. anyway so this is Sam Neill it's a horror film set in space on the event horizon this is a ship and uh, Amazon are making a TV series of it a Ooh. horror TV series uh, with Adam Wingard
1: Who's had a uh, He
0: did the guest. You're next. Uh, he's, the upcoming uh, Godzilla vs Kong. He's doing that as well, but. um... And did the have the guess, the guess with you mean demons? he's making it yeah yeah he's not yeah. in it yeah he's, he's not in it you
2: said with and it right. sounded it, like he was yeah. in no, it no he's not in <laughs> it I'm just pointing out So <laughs> like,
0: like, I'm not saying oh yeah that Ready Player <laughs> up Two is coming out he's with Steven Spielberg but Spear you mate. weren't <laughs> exactly I'm not just
2: right. making it clear if <laughs> people don't know he, it sound, you made it sound like he was an actor sorry so I apologise thank you Adam Wingard will be behind the camera
3: for Event when it
0: appears on Amazon thank you so Paul W.S. Anderson directed the original film and uh, and yeah and me and Chris will watch this I'm excited I like original, else will no I seen. like
2: the original film as well I think it's really good no, I've seen it more exciting though have you heard about the next American crime story no. you know so you know they did OJ Simpson mm. yeah season one then they did um, uh, the murder of Jennifer Versace season two I, I watched that one right? well. season three is Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton yes yeah Yes. And, and she's everywhere. a producer. And she's Isn't a producer. She? Yes. So this is a really interesting yeah. thing. Yes. So I, this has been percolating for years. because mm. fir- A couple of years ago, they first announced that this was the plan, was to do the Monica Lewinsky story. And then they cancelled the idea because she wasn't involved. And the creator felt, he felt that it wasn't right to do it without her permission, which is no, really true. Yeah. Now she's produced well, it. That's just a brilliant thing, I think, now that, that she's so involved now that she's driving the whole thing.
1: It's amazing. I think she took such, you know... I I read I read quite a lot on her, but you know, she that thing happened just at the, the beginning of the internet as well yeah, yeah. and so she was the first sort of big internet hate so her mm. hate came from around the world she was like it was everywhere the story yeah. she was a like, where a story normally wouldn't have gone so far it traveled and i just think you know and you've seen that, that ted talk she has it's amazing you know she's, she's incredible, incredible you
0: know because she does all this anti-bullying work yeah you know, she's really and funny as well
1: is that she just you know she was a kid, like a young woman who did like she <laughs> gave a blowjob and her life ended <laughs> <laughs> Do you know right, what i mean yeah. you go wow yeah, like you know and her friend it? betrayed her you know she was all yeah. um yeah. So, yeah, I think it's great, and I think it's uh it, it'll be it, and, you know for not it's gonna be so salacious, yeah, I'm so sure because there's no way they can do it and sort of hide any of it, you right, know, so right. I imagine it has to be you know, the dress and stuff, you yeah, know, like, because yeah. that's, oh. wasn't one of her friends phone up and, you know, the, the, FBI, not the FBI, whatever, they say, we want the dress. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. mentioned in the phone yeah. call that, um yeah, so. It be
2: fascinating. Isn't it? And Beanie Feldstein is cast as Incredible. her. Yeah. Have you seen Booksmart? I, I haven't think, seen yeah. it yet, uh, no. Yeah, is it great? great. Yeah, it's Did so you
1: good
0: laugh? Good. Uh <laughs> Did I laugh? That's a very good question. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Right. But we gave it five stars, which That's I was good. absolutely on board with. And I think it's one of these things, that, like, I didn't do great business at all, but no. Olivia Wilde directed it, did an incredible job. Mm. And I genuinely think that this is going to be, like, this generation's, what what John Hughes films are to us, this really? is going to be to teenagers now. like It's got so much heart. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's funny. my favourite film of the year. Really? So Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off isn't Laugh yeah. Out Loud Funny, but it's fucking no. brilliant. No, yeah. no, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I did laugh at Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah,
0: so yeah. Like but you're not you're not, like, a, a comedy <laughs> golem, like, like I yeah, am, you know. know. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, no, that's great. Uh, mm, that's, that's great. That's so, great. She, yeah. she did my favourite tweet of the year where there was a thread going around saying, what's the best, what's the worst piece of advice you've been, ever been given? And she chimed in with, uh, an, uh, an internship at the White House will look great on your resume. And oh, I thought, oh, bless that you. Good. <laughs> that's good. That's really, really good. good. Yeah. That's
1: exciting. I didn't watch the O.J. Simpson one because I just watched that documentary that was yes. like, mm. you know. Like five, sort of, seven yeah. hours or
2: something. Yeah, yeah. And
1: so it, I just couldn't, like right, my brain, enough, and yeah. I just felt that was such an incredible documentary yeah. and about... I thought it was one of the best pieces of television I've ever seen yeah. and about what television is and how we, we... You know, it was amazing. I was just like, you know, when you sit there after, like, I've just yeah. seen proper art <laughs> and a, a documentary <laughs> but that is documentary, you know, yeah, which yeah, is... Yeah, uh, yeah. And so I found... I, I, it was just too close, yes. you know, immediately. Yes. Like, they work very close together, yeah, yeah you're so right. I thought yeah. I'll wait a couple of years and yeah. I'll be able to forget out. Oh, well you've got a story. treat because
2: I think that because I, I love that that series was absolutely phenomenal, yeah. yeah. But the, the drama is brilliant as well. Really? It really it's above all, it's is incredibly entertaining. Oh good. They really like what the, Ryan Murphy is the is the executive yeah, yeah. on all these things. And I think what he does is brilliantly is he somehow does it he he somehow managed to get away with being incredibly some like almost like pulp fiction yeah. with them, and really, really going for broke in terms of the rudeness and the, yeah. chi- and the and the ludicrousness of these stories. And yet, actually, there is a level of dignity as well. It's a really interesting. But the O.J. Simpson one is so entertaining. It's I have brilliant. to watch yeah. it. I have to watch yeah. it. Right. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's largely it for news. I yes. will, in very quick news, mention we had
0: Nick Frost on the Empire podcast last. Oh week. wow! He sat in with us when we did that, and there was a bit of news that he was unable to tell us because the podcast went out just before the embargo. But he and Simon Pegg are reuniting for the. TV show Truth Seekers, which is a supernatural sort of comedy horror.
2: Which is uh which Super is very exciting. exciting. Yeah, that is really exciting. Just mm. have Simon Pegg and Nick Frost together oh, on screen yeah. again.
1: And they find but it's not just that, it, they, they like they come, come across as conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. Spicy. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. all well, I mean, in. I'm oh,
2: totally in. I was like, yeah, that's 100%. what I yeah.
0: Love space Love space. Loved so it. Much. Oh so beautiful. Incredible that's exciting can I,
2: can I quickly mention the Leslie Manville joining the cast to Save Me too? did you watch Save Me the I loved it yeah wasn't it loved brilliant it. one yeah. of the so best good. dramas yeah, recently yeah. Is. so great yeah and so and to add to the joy incredible yeah. joy of it Leslie Manville you know living legend as she is oh is joining the cast to series 2 as an Wow! This
1: yeah.
2: so she's going to play um, and she's playing the wife of that character played by Adrian Edmondson um, who's, and she's a character who forced to make an almost impossible decision putting her in conflict with James's character Nellie and let's just start filming now. <sighs> Cannot cannot wait. Cannot
1: wait. I, I wait. really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I enjoy, really.
0: enjoy is a, is a, is, a, is an
2: interesting. <laughs> term. I mean, it got it's there like, was a
1: complete. Yeah. But I thought just the dialogue. Like, you know, we were talking about the, yeah. the the dialogue. You could they hid the writing enough for me. Oh, I like yeah. that thing like, yes. with all stuff. And Absolutely. I'm like, whenever you can hear the typewriter in drama, or comedy, yeah. I'm like, you've got to delete it. I just I hate when people sound too pleased with themselves. You mm. know, like oh well done. We can all hear the typewriter going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bury it. Bury the leads. Yeah. I'm trying to enjoy myself. It's so authentic. And just say, yeah, it just feels so good. It was just, but it was it was also like just feels so good. Can we just address? just yeah, feels so feels good so I was great.
0: Like, <laughs> the last episode of that was one of the most harrowing things i've ever seen but it was still amazing yeah, yeah I did it feel was so great. good
1: and yeah. kerry godlyman's in it actually. oh yeah, yeah of course she's my babes yeah oh yeah so good
0: so good right now we're going to move reviews to the end so that Rasheen doesn't grow old and die in this podcast <laughs> uh, so and my we... dog doesn't actually piss <laughs> i mean, I mean yeah or, 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 <laughs> or, <laughs> or <laughs> frankly eat one of us <laughs> so well behaved let me just say she's a little doing very well she's sleeping under by my feet um before we, before we move on to reviews and before we let you go, we, we're going to go for the Banshee segment, which is, of course...
2: Oh, yeah, this is ridiculous. Uh,
0: this is our ridiculous <laughs> section that Terry has tried to cancel for months it's never going to happen. <laughs> so, Rasheena, if you're not aware, this is the bit where Boyd and I demonstrate our sort of lack of historical social lives by pulling old shows mm. out of the archives and recommending them uh, to listeners. Now, this has kind of evolved a little bit. So Terry has refused to do this for some weeks now. Yeah. And we found ourselves in this situation where she now judges them and picks a winner. So you can either judge Boyd and myself as we try and impress you with these okay. old shows, or if there's a show that you
2: want to champion, go nuts and join in.
1: Well, Blossom.
2: Yeah, I think you've done it, with Blossom. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yes, yeah. you've always already. That's a perfect. Bandied, that is you? a perfect example. Really. I think yeah. Blossom. And I yeah. think
1: it's a real, especially. I don't think there's been a show like it for teenage girl, for young te- like mm. pre-adolescent girl. It's, it's but also. You, I watched it recently. It's so funny. The guy wrote it, wrote it as if she was a 40 year old man, as we said, who does stand up. Yeah. So her ga- jo- oh. her gags are like, who's in the club? Like, they're weird coming out of a, They're great, <laughs> and the dynamic's great, and it's funny. And the character Joey in Blossom, that friends Nick, I firmly believe. Her brother in that is, he's not called Joey, it's Joey Lawrence, not Nick, but Joey Lawrence <laughs> plays <laughs> her Lawrence, brother called yeah. Tony, who's like this idiot. Uh, you know kind of like uh, good looking guy yeah. you know and sort of like she, he has a bowl of cereal and she's like you use all the milk and he's like have mine like you know the rest of the milk in his cereal it's, I mean, it's a terrible version of the joke but it's really good very good. Do you know what? Blossom that's a
0: really good example. I, I mean, I've definitely seen at least an episode of Blossom, but I didn't watch it at that. time I mean, I wasn't its target audience. Let's be she's honest, she's got best
1: friend called Six, and uh, and she just wears hats, and they make video diaries, and she has. I a remember love- the hats. Actually. Do you remember? Yeah, she yeah. went, no matter what the future, <laughs> there's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason <laughs> getting all <laughs> <new> depressed. <friends."
2: laughs> it's so good. I'm going to go back and watch Blossom. I think I'll that which is the inspiration. Well. That's the whole point of the of the yeah, feature. Well, no, it's I mean, yeah. the only it's point it's of the feature. To inspire people to watch it.
3: i
0: my homework for. Hopefully next week yeah. is to watch this life. So that's yes. something that's I told Terry, great. I will watch
2: it so that we can talk about it on the next show. Right. But uh, what's, what's yours, Boyd? Mine is uh, Chalk. Have you heard of Ooh. Chalk? I've never heard oh, of Chalk. Oh, good. This is the whole point of it. Yeah. So Chalk is a series that was created by Stephen Moffat mm-hmm. of Sherlock and Doctor Who fame. Um, and Coupling. He did Coupling. So everyone's Ooh, heard of Coupling. Yeah. Yes. But this was his comedy he did in 1997 which he I, I think it's fair to say and I I, I may be wrong about this I to say he doesn't entirely like talking about it it right. wasn't well that well received it was kind of slight it was an out and out studio sitcom yeah um, Set in a school starring David Bamber, who I love. Um, David Bamber was in Camping. You yes, you, yeah, yes. He played. Do you remember he played? The, he ended up naked, completely yep. naked. <laughs> a middle-aged guy of a certain age. He's an incredibly bold, daring um, actor anyway. Yeah. He's, I love him in everything he's in. He was played this completely kind of bonkers teacher in this school. And it was a very daring, edgy look at school life because it was out there. The tone of it was like really heightened, like really extreme, <laughs> out, quite outrageous yeah with about teachers dealing with pupils and how annoying the pupils are and how crazy the teachers are driven by them and how teachers can be really really crazy and, it, and and it was just quite an extreme sitcom and i loved it and it only lasted for two series on it was bbc one um and it was great by Stephen Moffat and i, I genuinely, genuinely loved it and not many people have heard of it no i'd never heard of sure. it
3: sure. I, I
1: vaguely remember yeah. like i remember hearing the words
2: yeah also, Nicola Walker was in it, like really. Good. Geraldine Fitzgerald was in it, like good cast. Yeah, but it was Maverick and crazy and quite really? over the top. Yeah, so be prepared. A school, set in a in school, a school set in a school. Can yeah. people watch it? A anywhere? comprehensive school na- named Fast High. I can only. I'm sure you will be able to find it. I mean, I haven't checked. You didn't go down to computer exchange. I didn't go, go down to computer exchange. <laughs> but right, okay. He, okay. I mean, yeah, it must be somewhere. <laughs> I'll be, be on DVD. I reckon. So. Oh, okay. I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. Okay, well, I've gone quite far back with this one for okay.
0: mine as well. So mine, 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 and this came, someone on Twitter actually mentioned this to me, said, oh, you should banshee this. I was like, yes, I absolutely <laughs> should. So this is something I used to watch religiously as a child. Yeah. So much so that I remember pretending to be one of the characters. And, <laughs> anyway, let's not get into that. But I also watched it again as a teenager because Sky One ran reruns and they used to run it on Sundays at one o'clock. And as a lazy teenager, I'd be out with my friends on Saturday night and I would wake up just at one o'clock. Just idle bastard. Yeah. I used to wake up just in time to watch this show. And it is, of course, Robin of Sherwood. Ah, yes. I thought he was going to say Dawson's Creek. <laughs> not <Yes>. Dawson's Creek. <laughs> no, that's too <laughs> famous for actual banshee, even
2: though he does put really oh, famous <laughs> shows. <laughs> kind of thing I would do. What did sure. you pick last week? I did week? Spooks last week. Oh, yes, Spooks. It was ridiculous. Unbelievable. Anyway,
0: so Robin of Sherwood. So this was 1984, I think, this started. Uh, and this is not only notable for rocking... Do you remember the Clannard theme tune? Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. the theme tune was yeah. kind of... it's like. Robin the hooded Man and had all pan pipes and stuff and yeah. it. it was great. Uh, so this this was uh, this was Michael Praed, long-haired Michael Praed as Robin of Loxley, and uh, he had a band of merry men, including Ray Winston's Will Scarlet. Um, Come on, yeah, I that's have, good. Oh, that's yes, great. Ray Winston's Will Scarlet. So watch it for that alone. Um, this was it was it's, it's a weird one. So it was a less camp Robin Hood than I think people were expecting of the time. Like, it was quite influential. So like it introduced a, the kind of Saracen swordsman, who was Nazir in it, who's become like a Robin Hood trope since then. Um, and it was more historically influenced, I think, than, than, than other sort of takes on this. So it had lots of pagan imagery. There was supernatural stuff like Herne the Hunter, this kind of Celtic <laughs> god, used to turn up and give him lectures and whatnot. There were magic Blimey. swords in it, and and uh, Richard O'Brien in it was, was a crazy wizard called Gulnar. I
1: remember him. Yes, I remember <laughs> yeah. him. Yes, and he
0: and wasn't it the Hounds of something? Hounds of Lucifer, I think, were a bunch of like spectral dog things that he had wow. command of. Anyway, so th- this they shot this near Bradford because you were, yeah. Uh, no expense was spared, and uh, the big shock came. I don't know if you remember this. So this ran for three seasons, but at the end of season two, Robin. Robin of Sherwood dies in a hail of arrows and it was the most shocking thing I'd ever seen on TV at that point because I was like it's called Robin of... what the fuck and it wasn't like a, is he isn't he not dead like someone negotiated too hard on their conscience yeah. and the writers are going okay yeah. all right, okay, yeah. okay this is a Dr. Drake Ramore thing isn't yeah. it alright like, oh, indispensable are you Robin <laughs> dead and like you know he was a pincushion at the end of it and it, I don't know if you remember so season three started and they subbed out prayed for uh, Jason Connery oh. as long-haired Robert of Huntingdon, who becomes the next Robin Hood. Wow. Uh, Season three was, however a little bit shit and but it, it so at the end of season three they, it was supposed to be four seasons so the story was going to go on for four for, for four series but they uh, they never got the fourth one so it kind of ends with like Marion's in a convent and like this is weird plot line where Guy of Gisborne turns out to be Robin's half-brother and it all goes a little bit soap like it yeah. properly goes off the rockers towards the end but nevertheless Robin of genius like uh, Jewel in the Crown of the 80s um, the production company I think lost funding which is why it didn't get the four Aww. series but you can pick this up you can be able to a complete Robin of Sherwood for twelve pounds okay. from uh, from all good secondhand DVD stores.
1: I I do I like those shows that were on Saturday after like uh, yeah all,
0: Saturday
3: early kind evening, of, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah kind
1: yeah. of what was um and the morning ones like what was the one about the horse
3: what black Yeah, oh, Black Beauty black Beauty. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. black Beauty there was like a there was a real like, lassie the lassie little, yeah. hobo oh, oh my god, god. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, always made me sob always yeah. oh. made me sob. but just kind of yeah like they were kind of just sort of a lot of like. I don't know, like a just enough sort of fantasy, yeah. you know, but not too like you just that yeah, kind yeah, of when yeah. your brain goes, yeah, I'd like to just have a little break from but, reality. But yeah. Isn't
0: it weird to think like when we were watching this, there were literally three channels, and then you yeah. had closed down, so TV stopped at about eleven PM and didn't start again until, like seven. Yeah, so there was no telly, and then kids growing up now with you know Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, where. Even for those of us who do this for a job, there aren't enough hours in a day to watch ten percent of the TV that's out it's
1: there. Crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I yeah. um, you know, I, I used to stand up about this about my little cousin having a laptop on her, you know, lap, a phone in her hand, a yeah. TV on like Scott, you know, all the channels. she's yeah. like, it's so bored. I'm so bored. I was like, you've no idea <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what boredom yeah. is. Like this we used is to not... play with string. Yeah, but like, but just you know, if you didn't want like what was on telly, that was it. Yeah. yeah. I do the one that I do miss, and it sounds to is the vid choosing stuff. I think. Go into the video and choose yeah. and I think sometimes how accessible something is, you are more dismissive of mm, it. And yes. I think we because yeah, we consume like that, we're like, it's rubbish, and you go, it's a million pound show, and there's like these writers have been, yeah. you know, and whether we can be much more dismissive of things quicker because you're like, There's loads on this. That was a rubbish thing I watched. You're like, it's a piece of art that probably took two years out of everyone's <laughs> life. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're
1: like, Oh, absolutely
0: yeah.
2: crap. Yeah, if something's you're not like, like breaking bad now, yeah. in the first ten minutes,
0: yeah. like, I'm not bothering yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. We, we, but we, but we, short, I need a yeah. masterpiece. Yeah, we mentioned this a lot when we reviewed Widows, we were like, you know, what's the channel well, it's fine it, and in, were this like 1995 it would be a central viewing yeah. but now in 2019 it's not worth your time no so, so funny yeah. so high
1: Widows as a, a series or the film?
0: Yeah, it's Kate Beckinsale. It's, uh, oh, it's not, right. not, the film was great, but yeah. So this is a series with with Kate Beckinsale. I think right. it, is it Widow. Is it singular? I think it's Widow. Widow. Not yeah. It's not Widows. The thing. No, it's not Widow. the oh, it's right, one. Right, right, Yeah, Widow. Yeah. Yeah. It's The Widow. Widow. The, the
2: Widow. That's right, yeah. the Widow. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad you picked him up on that. <laughs> yeah, that's like, a yeah.
0: <laughs> Hang on, boys. None of you, no, let's see, you. neither you nor Terry picked up the last week. I refer to Alison Brie as Brie Larson about four times, and neither of you noticed. I mean, we don't listen to what you're saying. This is abundantly clear. And on that note, we. we (laughs) We have to say goodbye to our our new Terry.
1: Um, oh no! For I, think having you I think everyone's going to miss. Be very glad to get Terry back. I talk quite a lot. I was quite. I think I uh, really up the word.
2: We knew you'd be <laughs> good value though from that. You've sworn at me the, a lot less value. than Terry does. Yeah. So
1: there's that. I'd like when Terry swears at you. <laughs> we <I'm laughs> we all good do. At <laughs> it. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all yeah thank you, you so much for coming thank and you for having me. Let's not thank forget
2: that the two final two episodes of Game Face are on this Wednesday, ten o'clock.
1: Ten o'clock and then ten thirty. Yeah. And then and then we're done. Zoned.
2: And they are fantastic. Thank you
1: very much.
0: Boyd, it's just the two of us now. I know. It's, just, just, I I feel, feel, it's a bit sad. I feel barred. I mean,
2: I feel really sad for the listeners. Yeah. Just having two, just ball, now, now, two middle-aged, middle-class yeah. bald men. Interchangeable talking white shit. men. Yeah. So
0: now for the interchangeable white men segment, otherwise known as Reviews. This week we begin with Season 2 of Succession, a popular, critically acclaimed <coughs> dynasty drama from HBO, and one that I am apparently the only person in the world not to like so Brian Cox plays Logan Roy the CEO of a media empire and it's kind of which one of his carrion eating offspring will inherit his empire it all kicked off in the first season it ended with there was a death there was a betrayal there was a hostile takeover and I don't I only know any of this because I read it on Wikipedia because frankly Boyd you told me if I could make it to episode 5 I'd be hooked I got to episode 6 and wanted to die so I kind of I couldn't do it wait a minute so you watched we're reviewing season two we're reviewing season two and I watched the first episode of season two I should point out I have at least done that much right So, you, and you watched up till episode so six, I watched of, episode season six of season one before I gave and up confi- okay. and then I've read the summaries right. so I know what happened at the end Okay,
2: and now Fine. this is season two well okay you're wrong I, I think it is an absolutely brilliant show and here's here's why I, I i i love it so much it's so it's created by jesse armstrong um of sam bain and jesse armstrong fame the duo created peep show which were reviewed in in uh, recently that's right on a uh, funny or dire and um he's also worked on shows like the thick of it um uh before and vip and veep yeah so there's a kind of Comedy, but what you were saying earlier about the, about your West Wing thing, mm. there is a com- a big comedy element to this series. It is about a group of <laughs> unlikable, yes. desperate, yes. um, power hungry uh, offspring of this patriarchal Rupert Murdoch esque. He's a, he's an he's an amalgam of all of those yeah. um, kind of uh, global capitalist patriarch figures all powerful and this is he's got these kids this offspring um who are all vying to take over for him that's that's the setup and um i think the way it's written and directed and filmed has it has some of the dna of that of that veep thick of it things so there's a kind of shaky cam documentary feel yeah. to it going yeah, yeah, yeah. on it which looks i think beautiful. Yeah, and the looked, music is amazing yeah well, i mean massive production value yeah. it's got hbo it's really huge production. it really mm. so um, from uh, there, the the thing that i found incredible about it, it feels so real and authentic to me and i think it's a hard milieu to create on tv is that media news kind of world. So that 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 this company is a media company that's made millions out of film and there's one but there's a line episode one I think about how I mean, we make loads of indie films let's fucking forget that. Of one of the things they can budget cut the, cut the budget for in their global company. All, every, all of that rings so true to me and I think it's a really hard thing to pull off. I think it's the most accurate because I've you know look at that world of global media yeah. and the people who run it and I think that is brilliant and I think the way it touches quite smartly on what's going on right now particularly in America you know politics Me, that intersection of politics media and power is brilliantly done and 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 kind of high finance if you like mm. and at the same time I think it's funny I think the characters are funny brilliantly drawn smart they speak in this in this slightly heightened you know tone that, that of that thick of it veep thing where people say funny witty things but you believe it because they are smart funny characters um and I just think at the, I find the whole story, I find the whole, the, the all of these characters, this kind of kingly arrest thing of the kids vying. Mm. By, the casting is perfect. everything is amazing. All of these mm. people inhabit their characters brilliantly. So I just love everything about it. The thing that people say they don't like about it, and, and this was a very common critique, you know, in, from I think from American critics from the first series, was everyone is hateable yeah. and unlikable and then it's not relatable. They're all <laughs> Annisters. I mean, as you say, they're all Annisters. And I kind of get that a bit, but that's never a problem for me. I don't give a shit about likable characters, particularly. And I also think it's pretty, not not true because I think there are a couple of characters. Um, Please name one. Sarah Snook, Siobhan, Shiv, Roy. Mm-hmm. That, so they're all they all do they're all do immoral things. They're, they're all a kind of amoral. They all have you know they all kind of betray each other. All of that. I really like Shiv. I really like her performance. I think I I would happily spend loads of time with her. I'd even happily spend quite a lot of time with Kieran Corkins Roman, even though oh, he is a little God. scumbag. No, see, no. see, <laughs> see
0: he is, of all of them, the one right. that I cannot stand. Uh, he's because in- he's always <laughs> on, he's always making stuff. He's the kind of person where I'd have to have hit him by now. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Just, I, but I get that. I get that. Intensely aggravating which on screen. So, so so okay, right. So here's my thing on this. I yep. get what you're saying. Yep. And I think our approaches to these things are slightly different. In that, in a film, I can absolutely hate every character in it. Because you're with them for two, three hours is fine. Mm. With a show, when you're spending tens of hours with people, if they're all irredeemable balance, it's quite draining. And I find, like, I don't enjoy spending time. So a lot of shows, like, the story might be okay, and maybe if it's a comedy, maybe it's not making you laugh that much, but if you enjoy the company of the characters, that Mm. paper's over an awful lot of sins. And I think the problem with this is I don't enjoy the company of anyone in it, so it doesn't matter how compelling the story could be, I'm not going to enjoy it, and I think this is compounded by the fact that the story is glacially slow. Like it's doesn't. It's not like this is an action-packed thing. Like it plays out very slowly. Not an awful lot happens. There are periods which you could, you know, even with different characters, you could say there's not a lot going on. And I think in season one, I couldn't get past hating the characters and just not caring what was going on and generally being bored. However, <laughs> and here's my but, I rather enjoyed the first episode of season two. I still hated Roman. I still wanted great. him to go and, you know, <laughs> yeah. burn him somewhere. Yeah. But as you say, Shiv was, was interesting. I very much enjoyed the new uh, contrite broken husk of a man yes. that is Kendall after yes. the end of season one and yeah. what he goes through.
2: Yeah, because he's and the he's the guy he's the he's the one most likely to take over and yes. be the success. And he and his downfall is yeah. incredibly satisfying. And yeah. he's but what's interesting about him is
0: he is even in this, like in season one, he's a hateful character. And even in this, he still is awful. It's like there's a scene where he's gay when he gets coke off one yeah, of the other characters, he goes, a brilliant he's like, scene. Where did he get it from? He's like, got it from the park. He goes, yeah. I'm doing park coke. Yeah. It's the worst Coke I've ever had. Yeah, brilliant. You think, okay, you're still a dick. But he wears his wounds so openly. Yeah. Like he's so downcast and hanged on there's a
2: funny recurring recurring joke about everyone no one can believe how pale and ill and terrible (laughs) he looks which is brilliant yeah funny it
0: it is good and there's there's a bag of raccoons gagging there which again is funny um and i i watched this and i thought do you know what i i was dreading watching this because i was so bored by season one. And yeah, I really enjoyed this
2: episode. It's fucking good. I can't... I don't agree with the Glacial Pace thing. I think what you're... I think you're confusing. <laughs> I'm to say is that sounding patronising. I think you're confusing... Plot the way the plot works, which is for me, the whole thing was a slow burn build up yeah. to the incredible finale. Wouldn't know, didn't right. say Right, so <laughs> it's very deliberately structured, so that it's all building, building, building to, uh, as you say, the finale was one of the greatest episodes of TV for, for years. I think it's fucking brilliant because it all everything comes. But none of that would work if it wasn't for the fact that it is building up to it, it is a build mm. a slow burn. But slow burn doesn't of a plot actual plot if you like you're going incident incident incident. But scene for scene, it's inc- actually I find it fast moving and pacing. Mm. incredibly quick cutting and you know it's got that kind of zingy quality as it to go back to the thick of it and veep that those shows do so I don't it doesn't feel slow at all to me I think so I think even though in, in terms of actual incident and action and you know plot development week on week it's not it's not going through plot like something like Line of Duty yeah. it's reveling in character and it, and and what they do from moment to moment mm. but that isn't
0: boring and slow but, no, but this is what Mad
2: Men did as well didn't yeah. it it reveled in character and oh but I think it's called... much
0: I think it's much pacey than Mad Men. Because Mad Men bored my absolute tits off right,
2: as well. Right, but I think, I think that's, un- I <laughs> wouldn't argue with you with Mad Men. I think Mad Men, you bathed in the kind of, you bathed in the kind of feel of it. Yeah. A bit like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, actually, the Quentin Tarantino. That reminds mm. me of Mad Men. People are, people are complaining about that thing being a bit boring and not much happening until the end. This is not like that at all for me. This is like actually a really fast-moving pacey. The way it's made is, is fast-moving and pacey. I don't I don't buy it. it it's just not a lot is happening in terms of actual you know, thrillerish plot, but it's not that kind of show. But I think we have
0: maybe different expectations because, like, I watch ep- there are many episodes of The West Wing where not an awful lot happens, but yeah. the 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 pace of it and the 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 sort of energy in the writing. And oh, I think there's incredible energy the, in this. Just just spending time with those characters, like if those characters just sat around and played Scrabble for four hours, I could watch it. Well, I feel again the same. And again. I feel the
2: same about these. Well, people. this
0: is fine, but it's just that the the, the bell end factor for me, I think, is more of an issue.
2: And again, the bened- you know they're all bell ends and v- they're all bell and think of it this is a tradition of yeah. bellendery but it's making them entertaining they're incredibly entertaining that's why I love it and I, I'm happy to spend time with all of them even though they're all <laughs> fucking horrendous so what we're saying is I struggle with entertaining bellends yeah. so it's actually uh, yeah. it's, it's a fault of mine it's your all fault right.
0: so that is Succession season 2 it airs on Sky Atlantic and presumably now TV uh, oh, on yes. Monday August the 12th at 9pm it's full of bellends but you might like it uh, much like Euphoria <laughs> right yes. uh, up next is Nos4R2 spelled. L. N- OS 4A2 Shudder. Uh, This is an adaptation of the novel of the same name by Joe Hill. Now, this one aired in the US back in June. It's already been renewed for a second season. It stars Zachary Quinto as the supernatural driver, Charlie Manx, who abducts children and takes them away to a place called Christmasland, which is as creepy as it sounds, while sucking the life force out of them. Um, In addition to that, it features a magic bridge, clairvoyant scrabble tiles, and a vintage Rolls-Royce. Would you like to know, Boyd? Would you like to know a hot Nosferatu fact? Go for it. In America, the book is written like this, NOS4R2. In the UK, the book was retitled nos 4 R 2 instead of NOS4A2, nos r 2 Well,
2: fair enough, because it doesn't work with the A. No, because it doesn't work. It's NOS4A2.
0: But the TV series is still NOS4A2. <laughs> I know. So, it's insane. It's nonsense. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> like the show, <laughs> Like frankly. the show. No, that's... Yes. Oh, oh, come on, no. Oh, you didn't enjoy this No, all, I did, did not enjoy it. See... When I started this, I thought this was... I thought, well, it's 10-part. I thought, fine, this is a 10-part adaptation of a novel. Except it's not, because it's been renewed for a second season. So this is now Mm. an ongoing concern, I guess, like Mr. Mercedes is. Uh, And I was like, okay. Now, I've never read the Joe Hill book. I've seen Horns. This was his third novel. And... This, I mean, we talk about Glacially Slow, this takes its fucking sweet time to do anything. No,
3: seriously, yeah.
0: Uh, and, I, and there were parts where I was thinking, really, this needs... I mean, yes, okay, you've got magic scrabble tiles and a girl <laughs> whose arm disappears into a bag, and that's lovely, and a magic bridge, but not a lot else has happened because no. it seems to spend a lot of time dwelling on the human elements. So it's got supernatural in it, but it dwells on the, the human elements, like the parental relationship between one of the characters and her parents who are having a difficult time. There's... um. Lots of sort of class divide drama in there, which is a little bit. Well, it's not a little bit clunky; it's a lot clunky. Um, you know, and I can't all the way through this. I was thinking this would have made a really good, tightly scripted three-hour movie. You know, and I just thought mm, that was maybe the way to go with this because this, like, don't I'm get me wrong, sure if it, I'm I, not sure it would have been a really good three-hour movie. No, anymore. but I think it could have been. Like, there's this good stuff in here, but it's kind of you, it gets lost amidst the sort of mundanity. Whereas I think you know. It's not that creepy. It's not that scary. Like we were talking about earlier, you know, as a horror, it's not scary. No. Uh, and because it doesn't move quickly enough, it's not that compelling. Yeah. Um. So I feel like it's fine. It's okay. I think, you know, this is Joe Hill. It's not Stephen King,
2: but he has a lot of his father in him. Oh, my God. A, it's very it's Kingian. so Stephen king yeah. yeah. There's even ridiculous. a bit where you see there's a Pennywise Circus yeah. comes up I mean, at one point. So
0: it's quite, you know, it knows what it is. Yeah,
2: it's clearly acknowledging a death. Yes. I mean, it, but... It's not. I mean, my my issue with it is you said yourself how how, how so is it so it has this woods bang opening so the opening's great it's yeah on, yeah it's, it's where where the one hundred thirty five year old character um, played by um, Zachary Quinto I yeah. mean frankly it could have been anyone though why is Zachary Quinto devoting his time and energy well, into this he, he, heavily you know plate prosthetic face of a hundred thirty five year old with a slightly irritating kind of almost like um, pantomime very voice managed, yeah. very mannered by the end of the first say, episode he's. Zachary Gwynn. I know, so, I know. Yeah. But... I just so yeah, it's got this really eye-catching opening with where he's kidnaps this kid, and it's quite yeah, cre- that it's is creepy, brutal. and that's mm. bold, and that's brutal to actually kidnap a kid, luring a child from his home into this creepy Rolls Royce car, going off to Christmasland, and that's fine. And then it's like almost like the creators have gone. So we have this really snappy opening that's going to get everyone excited, and then it's like oh, and relax, yeah. And then it just relaxes, and it takes a long time yeah. to establish these other characters, too long, way too mm. long. And by the end of it, I just thought, no, I'm not bothered, no. I've seen now. seen Zachary Quinto becomes Henry Quinto, that's fine. I still think it's not that interesting a character because he's great. I think he's a brilliant actor. Yes, yeah. i just feel it's a bit of a waste. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to carry watching it.
0: I mean, on the one hand, I I, I applaud their attempt to bring real humanity to The characters in addition to the supernatural, but uh, it's burying the lead again. Like, it's like you got a supernatural horror, except there's very little supernatural horror in it, yeah. it's all just people banging on about their family lives, anyway. So, Nos 4A2, <laughs> as we're going to insist on calling it, just yep. you know, to be twats, uh, does air on AMC UK on Tuesday, August the 13th at 9 p.m. I think we're both pretty much in alignment on this. Yeah, it's a bit dull,
2: it's a bit dull, it's yeah. a bit dull.
0: Yeah, also out this week is ITV's deep water this is adapted from the windermere novels by paula daly Uh, and this is a female-led ensemble drama adapted by anna simon which takes us up to the lake district where three women are dealing with their unfolding lives they are wait for it anna Friel's lisa who's a professional dog sitter who ends up in a predicament thanks to a pair of missing knickers. (laughs) Uh, Sinead Keenan's Roz, who is in financial dire straits due to her husband being a profligate gambler. And Rosalind Eliezer's Kate, who appears to have everything together but all is not as it seems. Can I ask a question, Boyd? Is Sinead yes. Keenan one of
2: your celebrity friends? Um, I do know her a bit because she's she's got to be mates with Russell Tovey. She's mates with Russell yeah. Tovey, so I know from from seeing her. Uh, yeah, she was in Being Human with Being Russell Tovey, and, Russell Toby, and yep. um, they definitely stay friends. And so I have met her a few times. Yeah, but okay. I wouldn't say she's a okay. friend. Fine. fine, fine, good. So you're you can, not. Biased. You can say what you like. Not I'm biased. not. I'm definitely not biased. So no.
0: My first thing from this is like the the thread here. Certainly for her character, is woman in financial trouble. Yeah. And this kind of continues that trend, which which we've had a lot of recently, which is women in financial trouble being, you know, taken advantage of by predatory men. The difficulty with this is it comes right after I Am Kirsty, And I Am Kirsty covers this similar ground, but does it much, much, much better and with much more emotional punch. So while it does work here, absolutely fine. It very much pales in comparison to what Dominic Savage did with that. But taking that out of the equation, this is interesting. It takes a little while to get going, I thought. And I think you're not instantly that interested, but there is a dinner party scene Mm. and that I think certainly cranks once you get to the missing knickers is what I'm saying it all gets quite interesting I think where I fell down with this in a couple of places were they behave in slightly improbable ways. So the indecent proposal plotline, mm. which is like, just, I was like, what is going on with this? This is very ham-fisted. It's not really landing for me. <laughs> the dinner party scene felt very, very forced. Like, again, they were doing the kind of class divide commentary there, sort of drawing drama yeah. out of the disparity between their incomes. But it was done so clunkily, like no one is that clothed. No one behaves this <laughs> way. No one does arms for the poor and, you know, invites the sort of... the 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 mother of the poor child over for dinner and then starts banging on about hedge funds. Like, you just, just don't people don't know. behave that way. I don't way. know.
2: I think people are capable of it.
0: All the way through, I was like, on the one hand, this is not as dramatic or as emotionally resonant as something that like I am, Kirsty. On the other hand, it's not that believable to me in the way these characters are acting. I'm not that interested until the end of episode one, where the stakes all right so it feels a bit like it's not a twist but mm. i feel like it, it's a it's sort of it simmers throughout yeah. episode one and then it turns the flame up right at the end yeah. and suddenly at the end of episode one i okay, can now it's taken an hour now i'm interested
2: yeah um all i what i'd say is your comparison to um i am kirsty yeah the kirsty one here is the problem with that is i think this is a completely different form i mean you know i i am the i am series which is one of the great TV um, Mm. things of the the moment, of the year. That is, as you say, and, and they're conceived in a very specific way. And, you know, they are... That's not going to be on ITV at nine o'clock no, on a Thursday is. night. This is, this is very you have to You have to acknowledge the different. Yeah, this this is mainstream <laughs> ITV drama yeah. entertainment. But as such, I think it's a really, really good example of that because it's not a genre piece. It's not, it's not, we took, this is a constant thing, you know, it's not really, it's not, it's not really a crime drama. It's not really a thriller. It's kind of got um, elements of it that are a bit of crimey and a bit thrillery. Mm. It's kind of his relationshipy. Um, I, I was, th- it reminded me of things like Bokeh of barb. Wire, which you won't remember, you're no, sick, but this, this, this was one that. of the formative experiences of watching TV growing up, which mm. was a big ITV drama that was all about interrelation. It was quite, it was melodramatic and over the top, and so, and I think there's an influence of that on this. That the scene you're talking about, the knickers yeah. scene in, in the, which happens in the di- upstairs in the dinner party, yeah. the two characters illicitly shagged. I mean, which on. obviously is ridiculous on one level, but but what it's doing is it's ratcheting up the entertainment value of these interrelationships, of these betrayals, of this of the of the storyline, and I. Went with it. You either go with it or you don't. See, that I is think the lack of oh, authenticity. Yeah, is you see, lost I think it's well made enough and well acted enough and brilliantly cast. It is well acted. Yeah. I so have I no think problem with any of the Anna Friel, Rosalind, Eliza, mm. and Keane in particular those three females, are all so great. Yeah. That I did. I did. My my disbelief was willingly suspended. Is what I'm saying. And I do. And I really enjoyed the slow burn up to that. The ending, which makes you want to carry on watching it, it the following week, and I thought and I and I was really interesting that I thought I gave it credit for the Sinead Keenan scene, which, as you say, has connections with what 's the I am series that being driven through actual poverty yes so she 's actually on the poverty line, and I think mm. that is rare on on mainstream TV Well, to we have, talked about it a lot before, yeah. you don't see that but no you't you, so you, s- you see even less yeah. on a big mainstream show and it doesn't shrink from the impact of that, and I think that was really interesting. Um, so it, it is about class conflict. It is about you know, and the, the massive house that the rich people have, that she goes to for that dinner party. I th- I, I really like. I really really liked it much more. I wasn't particular. I wasn't dreading it. I wasn't particularly looking forward to it. I hadn't. I knew it was coming along. We wrote about. We wrote a piece about it in the last issue of Pilot TV that one of our freelancers did, um, chatting to the various people involved and was on set. And even then, I didn't kind of go out of my way to like go. Oh, I have to see this thing. But now I've watched it. I actually think it's a really good. Experience. Example and a very very above average example of a mainstream ITV well, drama.
0: I, I liked it less than you did. That said, you know, after the ending of episode one, I do kind of want to keep watching yeah. it because I want to know what happens. Yeah. But and, and, like, and like I said, I have no problem with any of the performances. I've got loads of time for Anna Frill, Huge Marcella fan. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also she's gr- she's so good. Her in uh, did you watch Pushing Daisies? Yeah. Of yeah. Course. Loved her in that. She's as well.
2: brilliant. Everything. I think her the na- her naturalism in this. I was watching. I, was wishing, I was There's she has to do some quite difficult things because she has to kind of on one hand she's like the the hectic mother dealing with. Yeah annoying kids and annoying very annoying husband yeah. um, but she does it and she makes those scenes which could be cliched feel fresh and real and I think that's and the really hard
0: the out of her depth scenes
2: which yeah. is clearly with the when she's feeling unworthy of being yeah, there yeah great
0: yeah I think I think for me <sighs> It just it just didn't it didn't ring true, sure. and I think it's, I struggled with the uh, melodrama. It
2: flirts with the implausible, without a doubt. But I think I I don't have a problem with that.
0: Well, <laughs> and if you enjoy bathroom shags, missing knickers, <laughs> Anna Friel, and uh, and uh, melodrama, then you also may enjoy this. Yeah, uh, this is Deep Water, and it airs on ITV on Wednesday, August the fourteenth at nine p.m. Also out this week is Mindhunter
2: but we haven't seen it. Someone accused me, we mentioned, I mentioned last week how um, we weren't going to get to see it because Netflix have, and David Finch presumably don't particularly want critics to see it and they want people to come to it fresh. I think I read out the official, um, you know, the kind of confirmation of that. And someone had a go, said, said that I had a, I don't know, like went off for one about it, I can't remember, <laughs> on Twitter. I mean, I wasn't having a go with David Finch. I understand that you make the decision. I know, critics don't have a God-given right. To, I'm just disappointed because I loved Series 1 now, of this show. And I was really looking for, forward to, to, to holding forth and saying, how brilliant season two is, but we haven't been able to see it, so we can't. I'm going to digress slightly here and
0: say you didn't, in fact, Boyd, because oh. all of that was off mic because I edited it out. However, oh. there was an incident yesterday. with this. Is my, this is the confession section of the podcast. So, you know when I mentioned how I said... Brie Larson when I meant Alison Brie. Yeah. And someone pointed that out and I was like, I don't like that. I'm going to go and change it. So oh. I went out and edited out the mention of Brie Larson. And I was like, brilliant. The perfect crime. No one will ever know. And I re-uploaded it. But I re-uploaded the raw recording oh instead of the edited God. podcast. So not only did we get the rant about how we're not going to get Mindhunter, we also got us talking before it beginning recording including me slagging off
2: my mobile phone provider oh <laughs> which was no idea I, I did... wonder what people are going on about I on know that's Twitter. why everyone's going fu- I enjoyed that that the behind be, the you could have got some real trouble for I that I mean
0: I'm only you massive I am, bellant I am so grateful that it was this week's and not Christ. another week where I've been saying all <laughs> kinds of outrageous shit before we actually went on air so oh thankfully there was no sackable offence in this one suffice it to say I have learned two lessons from this <laughs> and it is this be really careful what you upload and never Ever, ever, ever say anything when you're on mic that you don't want people
2: no, to hear. That is amazing. So that, that could have been like an all-time I mean, scandal. I mean, it could have literally been the end of me. Oh my so, god! So uh, I'm now, I'm now come out in hives. Yeah. So yeah. I've never done that before. Uh, fine. I've only, okay.
0: It was only up for a very brief period of time. So I think only a right. handful of people heard it. So uh, if you did well, hear it,
2: you are in. In a that very case. I did say uh, the, I I, I <laughs> mentioned because you know you said oh we're going to do Mindhunter hunter because we know it's coming up it arrives next fr- Friday on Netflix but yeah. they aren't they are not sending out to critics and no. there was a statement not a statement there was it basically said um, the producers Ie uh, David Fincher would rather would rather viewers come to it fresh and not know anything about it at all I mean we've seen tra- there's been a trailer and everything yes. we yeah. know yes. Charles Manson is in it blah 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 but I fucking loved season one yeah, and I think good. just to see have David Fincher I mean this is we yeah. can might complain about Netflix I'm furious about the OA blah 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 yeah. blah but actually when you're getting for me pretty much the greatest director in the world to make TV like Mindhunter which is daring and weird and unusual about serial killers real life serial killers and the real life detectives except with no actual killings in it no killing Genius. exactly just talking to them and invest- yeah. Explor-gating, exploring Explor-gating. exploring they exploring exploring and investigating <laughs> that's a pretty new word <laughs> I fuck it so I cannot wait for the show and I'm mm. just furious with the world that we can't
0: review it you just want to watch it yeah, yeah no I'm with you 100% I'm so excited to see season 2 of this Mindhunter and Netflix insisted it's always in capital letters it's not just yes. mindhunter it's, it's mindhunter yeah all counts. which is which is hilarious yeah which is hilarious like having but... this seven in the middle of seven yeah like we haven't seen it so we can't technically review it but i would say if there is a must watch this week it's basically going to be mindhunter i mean boy will say succession as well i'm going to say it's totally you know, watch it. don't really it doesn't yeah. matter <laughs> but uh I, I mean mindhunter is my pick of the week even though i haven't seen it fair enough i will say though even though netflix didn't make mindhunter available to us all of that is made right because the BBC have made the first episode of Peaky Blinders available, and that, I think, covers all
2: senses. Oh, yeah, that is exciting. So, can't wait to get on with that.
3: Yeah.
0: Right, so that is it for another episode of the Pilot TV Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, Big thanks to Rasheen Conaty for being a superb Terry White. Very excited to have her on this week. Do make sure you catch the final episodes of Game Face Series 2 on Wednesday night, and you can find Rasheen on Twitter, at Rasheen Conaty, me on at James C. Dyer, and Boyd on at boyd hilton not the most imaginative handles but there you go if you haven't already then do head over to itunes and give the podcast a five-star rating as these things are a big help and while you're at it recommend us to your friends and neighbors as well Uh, remember we'll be doing a live show at the london podcast festival on friday the 13th september and we will of course be back next week with among other things the third season of 13 reasons why now If you'll excuse us, we need to find two more people to join us in doing the movements so we can all travel to a dimension where the Muppets at Netflix didn't cancel the OA. Pilot out.
2: Are we doing 13 Reasons Why? It's another show they won't let us see. You're kidding! No.